What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, men. Morning, everybody. Good morning. We got badass Jim White, singer-songwriter, music <laughs> producer, Dave White, oh, and gutter boy. Gutter boy. <laughs> gutter boy, well Dave <laughs> I know that, uh, that drawing downstairs from George about Super Dave there with his shield, and oh, right, he's got his mustache. I think that's right. a pretty good one. It is that's great. Awesome. Yeah, that's Super Dave sticks. Jorge puts a lot of thought into those pictures before he draws them. He does. You know? Yeah. That's why I got the Spartan helmet. Nice. Very, uh, very personal. Yep. No doubt. Well, let's kick off with the pledge. I've been looking forward to this part all morning. Absolutely. I pledge pledge allegiance to to the flag of the United States of America and and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Bam! That's how you do it. Did we blow the speakers out on that? No, one? you guys were right. great. I got like something on my speaker. Am I going to make a bunch of speaker noise here? It's like it's kind of gross. Oh, pubic hair. This. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, no, it's not pubic hair. <laughs> Just a good booger. It's like somebody so, had some splatter. Somebody so, was eating the mic. Some kind of dried up liquid. <laughs> when I was working at the pawn shop, <clears throat> this guy comes in and he's got he's got a microphone. And it's like an expensive mic. And he's like, this is brand new. It's never been used. And I open it up, and there's like whiskers in it. <laughs> so I'm like, well, whose whiskers are these? Well, I tried it one time. Like, yeah. But he didn't have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, there's uh, all the dad jokes. We can go on. Yeah, yeah. Right? right? Just exactly. as a reminder, before anybody gets crazy, this is just our opinion. Not JFW's opinion. Episode 65, 265 downloads. We are trending downwards. I think just again because of the weather. We're at 24,372 total downloads. But our total followers went up again. 160 followers. So Very cool. Pretty happy about that. That is awesome. And we picked up Puerto Rico. So Very cool. Hola, Puerto Rico. Yep. <clears throat> I was kind of talking to Super Dave about this yesterday. It's just uh, this juvenile case that's been sticking out there's kids in court and the judge is trying to decide custody if he's going to go to the mom or to the dad right and the kid speaks up he's like i don't want to go to either one both my parents they both beat me so the judge is you know talking to the lawyers and this and that and they're like all right well we're going to send you to your your aunt's house and the kid's like no that's that's even worse my aunts beat me twice as hard is my mom and dad combined. So they go to the judge's chambers, and they're like, all right, well, <clears throat> sounds like your grandparents will take you. And the kid, he's 16. He's pretty smart at this point. He's like, you guys don't understand. This is generational. Like, this is this is just what my family does. So the judge is just like, well, who, you know, if you got to pick, who would you want to have custody? And he's like, well, the Denver Broncos can't beat anybody, so... <laughs> 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 Bada ba. Boom. It's yeah. time. They, they will next year, Jam. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even follow football. The, I just yeah. That, that joke was, was joke. originally a Dallas Cowboy joke, and I said, dude, you got to throw the Broncos in there, right? <laughs> That's funny. You heard they got a new name, didn't you? The Denver Saints? <laughs> well, 
the the new coach. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Welcome let's, to Denver, Sean Payton. Let's hope we can turn it around yep. with better leadership. Oh man, that would just be phenomenal, wouldn't it? He's tried I, and tried and true. Dave, the I, Super Bowl and won. Yeah. yeah, I had my hopes set so high for for I'll say last season, right? But uh, man, I just I fell apart. I mean, I lost a whole bet to Mikey. I owe the guy a cheeseburger. <laughs> then he bet me on the 49ers game, and I lost again. So <laughs> yeah. I've lost twice now. I yeah. have two lunches. Double cheeseburger. Right. Double first cheeseburger. Yeah. He came in saying, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, <laughs> cheeseburger. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got my number. Uh, absolutely. Tom, so, are you I, yeah, ready? I, I can do my joke. So do it. if pilgrims <clears throat> traveled on the Mayflower, what do college students travel on? The party bus. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Yeah, scholarships. Scholarships. <laughs> scholarships. Oh. That's very good. Okay, that's that one's that one's for Sam. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Very good, actually. All right. Do any of you guys know? Uh, I guess I should be sure I'm saying this right. Why does a chicken coop have two doors? Mikey might get mm. this. Yeah, this this one's for you, Mikey. Since you got a chicken He's coop, got at his home. why does a chicken coop only have two doors? I think of so something about a sports coop, Dave, or whatever. <laughs> How is that one? There's something. <laughs> You're on the right track, Jim. If it had four doors, it'd be a chicken sedan. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, instead of a coop. <laughs> Well, mine's just as lame as ours. <laughs> <laughs> what type of market should you never bring your dog to? Flea market. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good one. Well, I was going to say Hawaii since there's no dogs over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll follow up with another dogs. one. dogs. What is a robot's <laughs> yeah. favorite snack? This one might be better. Robot's, robot's favorite, favorite snack. snack. Mouse. Mm-hmm. Computer chips. <laughs> that's a good one dave yeah. i like that yeah Man, true dad jokes right except rolling for them except for mine mine wasn't a dad joke new employees we got armando del val rafael tapia and jose olvera welcome guys yeah welcome, welcome you guys aboard. welcome <clears throat> excited to have you yeah celebrations anniversary Jack Domenico, two years today Woo! Yeah. good job jack happy yeah, anniversary jack. thank you yeah Jack's become, uh, I don't know, he's just a good face to see. He's been here two years, and it's been fun getting to know Jack. And yeah, Silent warrior. Yeah. Uh, not so silent all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you get him going, man, those F-bombs just start rolling. <laughs> he, he's a dude. He's yep. just, yeah, he just wants to be a dude. dude. Yeah, it's good. Yep. Does, it, does his job. It's awesome. Absolutely. Birthdays. We got Aaron Scrivener and Jeff Soto share a birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Ann and Jeff. Yeah, happy yeah, birthday. Happy anniversary, or anniversary. Happy birthday, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then family birthday celebration. Jorge P., his daughter Lauren, is turning, um, well, she's got a birthday on I'm, the 3rd. Yeah. I'm going to she's turning two, two on, on the 3rd. No, that what that means? her birthday's February 3rd. I think she's close to the Bella's age. But happy birthday, Lauren. I need to get some more info from George. We'd like to send her something, but I think she's in South Africa. So gotcha. we got to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, we have there. to do something there. Yep. yep. And then uh, this is interesting. Sue Hawk and Jackie Weldon share a birthday on February 4th. Oh, very cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Happy so, birthday, Sue happy and birthday, Jackie. Happy birthday, ladies. Yep. Happy birthday. 
Shout outs. <clears throat> uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, man, I'm doing a terrible job here. Uh, ah, this shout out was from Francisco. He wanted to give a shout out to the family members that help each other out. 0086 Rosario, 0049 Omar Santa Cruz, 0050 Steve Barnes helped Francisco out with a frozen load of overburden in Alma. Mm. So there was a video on TikTok or something, and uh, I thought it was Cisco's, Francisco's video, but it was Mr. Perfecto's. And in Spanish, it said just supervising. <laughs> <laughs> and there's three guys in the trailer shoveling. Wait a minute. Rosario's making TikTok videos? Yeah. Wow, a whole other side of him I didn't know. I That's think, awesome. I think so. Jared told me it was Rosario's TikTok. So. Okay. All right. Yep. And Very then cool. um, Veronica wanted to give a shout out <clears throat> to the teams that's delivering out to Burlington. The loaders out there said that he's amazed on how well JFW has been delivering to them and how organized we are. Oh, oh very cool. That's good stuff. Yeah. When you get that customer thank you or recognition, there's nothing that beats that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I do want to back up. I feel like we emphasized more of the TikTok video than those guys all helping each other out because mm-hmm. the video was really cool. I mean, obviously, you saw it, Jim. Yeah, you, you know, saw it. Yeah, the, the, the TikTok video, right? But, I mm-hmm. mean, all those guys were in there. They all had their PPE on. They were all grouped up. You know, right at the end of the trailer, just shoveling out a mess. Yeah. Right? I mean, that stuff was a mess up there in Alma. It had refroze, and it was just, it was awful. So cool to see everybody just hop in there and just get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? What those four guys got accomplished versus one. Oh, yeah. You know, it was four times faster, right? It was mm-hmm. it was very impressive to see. So thank you, all all you guys. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That There was a lot stuck in there, wasn't there, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were at the back eight feet of the trailer, and the little video didn't didn't show through to the front, but you could tell the whole load was in there. (laughs) They had a ways to go. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, the fun had just begun, right? Good thing Rosario was just supervising. (laughs) Well, he was supervising with a shovel in his hand, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how you got to look the part, isn't that? Like the the joke about the state, you know, one guy working and three guys holding shovels Uh, or whatever. Right. When you see him filling a pothole. Yeah. Just go grab some dirt, get some oil on you, hold hold a rag in your hand, and you're working. There you go. Worked all day, right? Yep. You guys got any shout-outs? Yeah, I got uh, Jim Sr. called me, or I talked to him this week, Jim. And, uh, you know, this time of year, he knows how the weather is and different stuff like that. And, you know, it might be a little slow. It's also cold because he's, he's, you know, asked me how's the weather and that kind of stuff and what we've been going through. And he just kind of wanted to give a general shout out to everybody because he says, you know, this time of year is always hard on on everybody, sure. uh, either slow or cold if you're working and stuff like that. So yep. from uh, Jim Sr., he said, you know, give everybody a, a pat on the back and what a great job they're doing. Awesome. Thanks, Jim, and hi, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, just wanted to bring one more thing up. I looked it up today, and I don't know if everybody knows it. I mean, if you're... If you have a college student or an athlete, you, you learn about this or you, you get educated because it's pretty important. But uh, today is National Signing Day. It, since 1981, it's been the first um, Wednesday in February. It, and is that how they denote yep, that, Jim? Yep. First yep. Wednesday in February. Yep, first Wednesday in February. For the, for the winter season, this is one of them for the winter, right. winter athletes. Right. So on today, uh, you guys, and this is a shout-out to Dave's son, Sam White, um, he signs an NLI today, uh, National Letter of Intent at school. Oh, nice. And if everybody didn't know, I know Dave's mentioned it, but he's going to go to uh, Purdue University, and uh, those are the Boilermakers. 
And I, I had to look it up because I just was like, okay, what's their sayings? What's their different stuff? And their cheers and stuff. And so there, I thought it was kind of funny or, or fit us anyway, but it's boiler up, hammer down, hail Purdue. <laughs> so then I thought, okay, so now I got to dig some more. You know, what's their, what's their creed? What do they, you know, what do they, what do they believe in? And mm-hmm. it's a, it's pretty known as a, is a engineering school. Um, but their their thing they pride themselves on is we are determined to build ourselves and our community always one brick higher. Mm. We are ever grateful, ever true. We are one Purdue. So I, I thought like that it. was I thought that was interesting. And then they they talk they believe in the six pillars of uh, success, and that is integrity, respect, honor, inclusion innovation and growth wow so i thought you know good good school congratulations sam and i i kind of wanted to bring it back around to us because sam's gotten that scholarship because he spent hours and hours in the pool week after week of going to practice since he was when did he start dave seven yeah like five right man i wonder uh if you added up all his swimming, how far he would have swam in his lifetime. Oh, man. Jim, yeah, is that, yeah, is that three, four times around yeah, the world, Jim? Say, right? all the way around the world. Right? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> what, I, what I want to end it with is, obviously, he spent all this time and all this work. And we talk about the work, and we talk about all that stuff. But one thing about this is the scholarship is something you earn. Mm-hmm. And through the years, um, you know, not to take anything away from the conversation of Sam, but Erica also had a sports scholarship. Each year it renewed, mm. and she was always worried about being offered the scholarship again. You know, how was her season? How did she work? Mm. Because it's, it's it's a one year at a uh, time. Performance-based. It's yeah. performance-based, right, you guys? You earn it. So you earn it. Mm. So Sam's earned it to this point, but sure. years of working. <clears throat> and, you know, he can he can he can lose it. But I wanted to make that point, and we talk about it here, is the school's not going to take it away from him, you guys. The school doesn't take it away. Right. He loses it. Right? He didn't earn it. He didn't earn it. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to just throw out the point, that's through everything with life. And when we talk about like your safety bonus or your PTO or different stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's because of all that hard work, you can easily get that. But if you didn't earn it, you don't get it. And we don't take it away from you. You just don't earn it. And here's here's all these students, these young people, learning that, you know, in the beginning of life and 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 the time they put in. So yeah. So shout out to Sam. Congratulations, buddy. Great Thanks, job, Jim. Sam. Are you guys is uh, the signing something that you go to? I see you got your Purdue shirt on. <laughs> we we are for yeah. This he, he's repping better than I am today, Jim. Yeah. I'm gonna say Dave well, gave you some swag, Jim. <laughs> Janet did. Janet hooked us up. I I got to pat her on the back. She had the she found the coolest stuff for all of us to wear. He had another signing at the at his club event, and and she hooked us up. It's it's nice stuff. But let's put it this way, Dave. There isn't one family member not repping Purdue. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we we, we boiler up. Dave. Yeah, not one <laughs> family member. <laughs> I, I think Watson, Eric, or Allie's dog. I think he's got a sweater. Got a little sweater. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've I've boiled up before in a bar with the boilermakers. <laughs> yeah, I never right. knew. And I, that's uh, where it all comes from: the steam makers. engine, the boiler makers. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Mm. 
<clears throat> in my past life. <laughs> Funny. Good stuff. Soup, you got any shout-outs? Boy, um, I'd have to think about that, Jim. You're catching me off guard. <clears throat> you only care about yourself, fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the gutter. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's awesome. Dave showed me a picture. So this was a club signing? That was the club signing. Got yeah. it. Is it the same signing? They just do it at the club? It, it is, yeah, gotcha. Jim. Yeah, and I, I, I could have it backwards here because the way Jim says it, but I believe in the summer, the winter athletes sign, huh. and in the winter, the summer athletes sign because they're not participating in their sports, I think. Yeah. But I could have that. Yeah, this is... I'm usually the opposite guy, so... Yeah, this is... I'm I probably backwards, and it's winter for the winter sports and summer for the summer sports. Yeah, I tried to look that up, and I don't remember, Dave, because, like, football doesn't have to right now. Okay. Um, but I don't know if that's a football thing, because that's the... Obviously, that's the largest sporting event for colleges yeah. is football. You know, yeah. it makes the most draw. But yeah, this is one of this is usually the beginning of the signing season, so it's the biggest one, and it's and it's always denoted by the first Wednesday in February. Yeah, I'll oh, try cool. and get some pictures, Jam. But I think there's at his high school today. I know there's at least thirty different colleges going to be represented oh, there for wow. signing day. But I mean, I think that's a graduating class of three or four hundred. Gotcha. So, anybody else going to Purdue for other sports? Uh, not for other sports, but he's got several swimmers oh. that, yeah, actually on his team. Another girl that'll be there today that goes to his school and stuff like that. So, so. that's cool. He'll go to Purdue and know people there. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, it. It has. Their Colorado has become just a massive swim base. Really. And it. I mean, you wouldn't think being landlocked that it's that common. And right. I mean, we have. When I say we, I just take that on, right? Because I participated so much in it. But USA Swimming. I mean, Colorado. I think is ranked like eighth or seventh now in the nation wow. as far as producing swimmers mm. at that level. So who's number pretty, one? Oh man, at, at I can't answer that for producing. I, I don't know. I don't gotcha. know. Yeah. Huh. Be interesting. Yeah, at that at that signing jam, the one the one at his club event, I know there was Purdue, Wyoming, there was a school out of Utah. I didn't recognize that school. N D U. N D U. Yeah. Nice. Was there just that night? So pretty pretty prestigious to get that award of a scholarship. You know? Very cool. Great job, Sam. And it, and it stays a job, you know, and I'm just referring to, you know, Erica, that was that was her job. It's right, it's yeah. money, you know, she doesn't have to work, but she has to, you know, make all the practices, do all the stuff, and I just I'm just again referring it back to here. It's it's the start of what, how they learn, you know, or how we all learn what what needs to be done. Yeah, it's sure. hard work. It's hard work, Dave. You know, yeah. And yeah. it's an amazing amount of time. Amazing you know, amount of time. I can't time. believe yes. the amount of time. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of competing and winning and having fun, <laughs> we got our truck rodeo coming up, and we haven't had a lot of people sign up for this. So I don't know if people just haven't signed up or there's just not a lot of interest, but I can't imagine we're not going to have at least 20 people that want to do it. Right? Yeah, I hope we haven't intimidated anyone. Yeah. I worry about that, you know, because huh. I glanced at the list like, geez, I wonder why there's not 50 people on here. <laughs> exactly. So sign up for the first JFW Truck Rodeo. There's sign-up sheets at the front counter at the main office and also at Yard 23. The sign-up deadline, we might have to push this out, is Friday, February 10th. <clears throat> we encourage all employees to participate in the JFW Truck Rodeo. That includes drivers, mechanics, and the wash bay. Also, office personnel, so Joanne, this this is for you. 
There will be a first, second, and third place trophy and an overall best score trophy and a trophy for the best pre-trip score. That should be the biggest trophy. Oh, right. Right. Uh, There's going to be a truck driving challenge course, a 25-question test and dump-related questions, a pre-trip test, and food and drink will be provided for all contestants. Please help make the first annual JFW Truck Rodeo a success, and we hope to see everyone there. Yeah. Absolutely. Please, you know, I know we talked about it last week and stuff, but please, you guys, sign up. Let's go have a fun day. and It's going to be a blast. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's just enjoy being a family together. I think that's cool's part. Rather than going to the Adams County Fairgrounds with the, the big truck rodeo, this is just us. Yeah. We can be our own way and, you know, Back up crooked if we yeah feel, yeah have some you know, laughs and intimidated well, by it or anything yeah well, backing up crooked is really not going to work <laughs> <laughs> somebody's going to do it that's in, the fun it's part all right in that's good fun yeah I mean yeah. I would do it yeah so. that's the I mean that one when we were going to Bandemir years ago and then they just did the truck show they did have a rodeo that one time and it was a timed event and uh, one of the drivers here at the time uh rod uh, rod allen i believe was his name he just like looked at everybody doing it and all the time they were taking and you know their scores and stuff like that and he said he thought about it for a little bit so he got in the truck and he ran over all the cones and parked it in like 10 seconds <laughs> well they took the cones the you know that his seconds the off the cones yeah. but he did it so fast he won the whole thing and, and hit all the cones and didn't and like he, Almost virtually didn't even try to worry about running over the cones. They're like, I'm mowing them over. <laughs> yep. but, he, but he was parked, and I'm like, well, that's just one way to do it, right? Yeah, no he, doubt. He's also the one that could spread an end dump. Yeah, yep. Wow. Yeah, the guys, he, you know, Dave brings that up. We were on a job site one day. I think I've told that story before, but I, w- I had just started driving. I had, I don't think, one or two years I'd been driving, you know, on a job site, and uh, Rod was a really good driver and stuff, and it was we had road base on. I remember doing that and showed up on the job, and the the superintendent come up to him and whatever, and goes, "Hey, I'd like that spread, you know." And it's it's a no no to spread an end dump, so all of us know that. And, and uh, superintendent says, "Like, can you spread that?" Rod's like, "Absolutely." So I do a great job. How thick do I, you want it? Yeah, how thick do you want it? The whole bit, and I'm just like, I'm looking at Rod, going, "Man, we're not." We're not supposed to do that, you know. What? Wonder what he's doing. And the superintendent walked away, and oh, oh Rod put the truck, you know, PTO in and stuff, and ran it up, mm, dumped it all in one pile, and left. And I was like, Rod. He goes, We don't spread. I don't know what the guy was even thinking. I just have loved that all these years. Yep, that's great. Uh, Joanne had a housekeeping item for everybody, so. Anyone that is missing tickets needs to come in and look for them. She's had four people yesterday, maybe more, and it does take time to find them. Then she's got to void the settlement, enter an invoice, then refinalize the settlement, and add it to the converted manually because she only pulls that once. I don't know what any of that means, but it (laughs) sounds inconvenient. It sounds sounds time-consuming, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a pain in the butt to have to do something over again, right? We do have some repeat offenders as well. So let's be more responsible. It's your money, and you should keep track of it. Guys, Joanne's always willing to help, but let's help help ourselves here, right? This is our money and our paychecks and our paperwork, and we need to do a better job. So. Yeah, but I, I mean, all these years, I've never understood how you lose a ticket because, I mean, I pull the ticket out, and I put it in a clipboard, and 
Right. It's clipped to the clipboard, right? And you you have to turn it in on that load or get it signed or you know what I mean? There's always the next step and you know, right. we're entering it into Paycom and or Axon. I, that part always puzzles me, right? Well, now a, a, a wrong ticket or, you know, something like that, I, I, I understand. What about the part where they took it home, though? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was in their coat pocket? And yeah. They took their coat off? And, yeah. Yeah. That part. Right. Or the dog <laughs> ate it in the truck? Uh, so I got to ask, has it been uploaded into Axon, but then we can't find the ticket? It wasn't turned into the box? Is that what's happening? No, I think that's, it's, it's totally missing. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. So there's to a, me, that's no excuse because you just need to take a picture with your phone. It takes literally ten seconds. Yeah. To upload it into the into the Axon app. Yeah, I'd have to verify that, Dave. But there's just there's just so much of this, you know, of you got to do your job. I mean, Jam just mm-hmm. mentioned it. You I know, just took we, your picture, Dave. I would do it exactly. How long, how long I would that? do it the minute <laughs> I got off the scale i right. wouldn't save them to the end of the right? day yeah. i would do it while i was pulling off the scale i was gonna say i wouldn't no, even wouldn't. stop i would well, just yeah because <laughs> might hit the scale if you do it while you're driving well yeah scale. i can enter it in axon with one hand and i can do the tarp with the other as i'm pulling off the scale right <laughs> i usually steer with my knees wheel with your knee <laughs> that's right yeah. much easier now that they're automatics <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just yeah, put my belly against be shifting it. with your elbow wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> well you don't have to use your foot because you got urge to move <laughs> Okay, that was all sarcasm, just yes. so we're clear. <laughs> we were low-roading it. Yes. Yeah, got a boy welded. <laughs> we oh. was going fast. That was, I, I'll go with Gutter Brothers right there. Man, <laughs> the other day, uh, it was Saturday, we had picked up a bunch of those roundhouses for... for oh, nice. The trainer for, meeting? For the trainer meeting, yeah. right? And Super Dave was kind. He ordered two extra. You know, and I figured I'd come in, I'd grab one, of course, right? <laughs> then I was like, oh, let me grab one for Ryan as well. But when I was talking to Super Dave about it, he was just like, Jam, you can't eat those while you're driving. I'm like, hell, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive an 18-speed and roundhouse at the same time. <laughs> That's why they have a styrofoam lid, right? You just kind of pinch it together and hold it up and drink it right out of the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know they're paper now, and they did not hold up well. I'll tell oh, you. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But anyway, we had two extra. We had two extra people show up to the training, so me and Ryan were as so well. Oh well, man, I included you. You you were in the the order, but. Yeah. Then Ryan and then a couple other a couple people, people showed, showed up. up and, yeah. So AKA Big Hungry was left with AKA Big Hungry? You know, I told him, I was like, hey, Big Hungry, like, I was going to bring you some food so you don't just eat me today. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, hey, let's go to McDonald's on the way somewhere and I'll, I'll buy us some. He's like, no, nah, I don't want that. He's like, I'm I'm good. So, mm. yeah. Nice. I ate my Kirkland mixed nuts and suffered. There you go. Mm. Okay. I'm sorry, Jim. It's okay. But I could I think that's I think that's fasting, not suffering. I was fasting, fasting yes. <laughs> exactly. Well you were eating. That's not fasting. <laughs> yeah. Fasting is no food. I was not eating what I wanted, so there you go. It was it was a certain food fast. I mean I was okay. fasting from roundhouses. <laughs> Nuts or a roundhouse? <laughs> that's suffering. <laughs> that is suffering, right. yeah. Uh, back to business. JR wanted to give a shout-out. He's been doing a lot of work on Samsara, so he wanted to give a shout-out to all who have gone out of town and made JFW look good while being on the road and at the customer sites delivering or picking up. At one point, five trucks that went out together were in a convoy 
that had great following distances from each other all in the right lane. That just reminds me of coming back from Nebraska that one day, Jim, with those... Uh, the flatbed guys? Yeah. yeah. The building? The, I think they were all yeah, they were. Steel. Yeah, they were yeah. just... They looked amazing, right? Yep. So anyway, he actually uh, named some people. Alonzo and Veronica Ariola, Gabriel Colmanero, Vic Ochoa, Jose Barraza, Steve Barnes, Anthony Harper, Gilbert Benny, Dustin Curia, Ish Coronado, Gene Freeman, Joe Graziosa, Rick Colleen, Troy Hunt, Troy Holmes, and Fred Powell. Then he says, apologies if I missed anybody. JR, trust me, you've missed somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah we we've will, been, do, been doing this too long, <laughs> yeah. huh, Jim? We've missed yep. somebody. Yeah, we'll, Murphy's Law. We'll yeah. take the complaint call later, and then we'll add him in next week. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Totally yeah, congratulations, fun. you guys, though. Yeah, what, absolutely. A, what a group yeah. of people. Yep. Right there, rock stars, you sharp, know, some leaders. You know? Yeah, rock yeah. stars. That's yeah, right. you know, and so many times in the past, you <clears throat> you'll be out in the middle of nowhere, and you'll see two trucks, and they are just bumper to bumper, mm-hmm. like almost like they're being towed, you know. And there's no yeah. other vehicle around for miles, and you're that close. And there's just, I mean, it's unsafe following distance, all, just all of those items, and just how poorly that looks, yeah. you know. And we've talked about it on the podcast, you know, years ago, right here on 270, we had two trucks we're into each other you know i mean they were that close together so yeah unfortunate things happen and how great to hear the success of that you know it 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 just makes me feel so proud of seeing that i can visualize that going down the road you know that oh there's a big red truck you know and then you go 300 yards another big big red truck truck. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah very cool thanks everybody i mean impressive to hear that that really rings a bell with me because if you don't know, I mentioned a Jim. We were coming back from Nebraska one day. I was with my wife. Jim had Holly in his truck. And, man, we get into this convoy of trucks. And I looked at my wife. I was like, wow, these guys are doing a good job. You know what I mean? And she was like, what? I'm like, yeah, just they're following distance. They're spread out. They're all in the right lane. To me, it was almost like the trucks were programmed to be a certain distance right. away from each right. other. But it was like a 16th of a mile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like... Yeah. Every sixteenth of a mile, truck, truck, yeah. truck. They were all the yeah, same. Yeah, it wasn't the minimum four seconds, right, Jam? Or the it was one, like sixteen or, seconds or yeah, something. Or like the that. one Samsara second, right? <laughs> it was just it was just impressive. So when I see that, I could bet your ass there was somebody on that road that we were on that said, Wow, those big bright shiny red trucks are doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, because that you know, that same story, Jam, I remember they'd go past somebody that was broke down on the road. Each one of them would signal and move over. Right. And get back over in the space and they were letting cars pass them when we passed them you know there was enough distance that you if you had somebody pushing you or or whatever you could slide in between them slide back out when you got to the next guy i mean it was just it was truly classy that day and and i i just it sounds like that's what these guys did and nobody realizes what that makes you look like i mean it just it's so because it is so good and doing your job it is phenomenal Right. How it looks because nobody else does it. Right. Nobody else just does their job. Yeah, it looks choreographed. Yeah. You know, one yes. truck moves over, goes around the car, then he moves back. The next truck is moving over, and right. it's just yeah. Like, you're not boom, blocking boom, boom. anybody. You're not. Yeah. You're not holding anybody up. Yeah. It's, it's like it's top professional. Gun. Yeah. It is yeah. absolutely. It's some Top Gun shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> top Gun trucking. So speaking of safety and our fleet, our fleet safety score for January was a ninety-two. That's that's the average. So pretty good there. 
the top three safety risk factors in January, and again, this is all from data that JR pulled. Thanks, JR. <clears throat> Number one was speeding. Majority was moderate speeding, five to 10 miles over the speed limit. There was 99 total events that would be considered collision risks. 96 of them were following two close events, meaning less than one second of following distance and not recognizing it in time before the camera had an alert on a driver. Wow. And that is, we've talked about that, Jim. You know, I'm thinking, oh, the way people drive here in the, in the state or whatever, that when they cut over in front of you, how many seconds is it? Does it give you to back off that? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So plenty of time to back off yeah. that. They're not picking up somebody just cutting now, you off and holding your space. No, you have 30 seconds to give that car more than one second of following distance. Yeah, which is yeah. a and, long time. And we don't get an email alert when they get the audible warning, correct? I mean, don't uh, they get an audible warning? And I'm, I'm making it up. And then it goes like 30 more seconds. So we're talking about a minute's time of I following think, too close before we get an alert? No, I think if they get the following too close, we get the alert right away. Gotcha. I'd have to double check. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, i have to double check. But, you know, the sad thing is, is we're talking about one second. How many seconds do we need at 55 miles an hour? Four, Four. seconds. Mm -hmm. so, and that's a minimum. Right. Minimum. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So we could definitely do better in there. I've talked it about before. That's my pet peeve when it comes to safety is following too close. It's just rude. Like, to me, you just think you're better than the person in front of you if you're following too close. You don't <laughs> we, care about them. You don't care about their family. You don't care about their loved ones. I just, I just, yeah, it just really bothers me. We just had one this morning, <laughs> Jam, coming to work on 270. You know, Jim's doing, I don't know, 60 in the slow lane, right? We're just going with slow lane traffic. And this guy pulls up. Well, Jim actually tells me, he's like, look at this guy, look at this guy as he's coming by. And this, these two cars, I think it was like a Jeep, a four-door Jeep or something, right? Van In the fast yeah. lane. And the car behind him was literally like five feet off of his bumper. They had to be doing at least 65 or 70 in the fast lane. So they're, they're going past traffic, you know, at a pretty fast pace to begin with, right? And the car that's following the Jeep, literally five feet off his bumper, just constantly flashing his brights, uh, just winging his brights at this guy because he's still not going fast enough. And I'm like... In a 55. What yeah. an idiot. Like, uh, right? It, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, and he, he was... The reason I picked him up, Jam, is because they were far enough back to start with is he was offset. He was running on the, ins or the, yeah, the inside line. To get the guy in the Jeep's attention, right? To get him. So he yeah. was, you couldn't even see the car. He was so close and offset just to push the other guy. And for what? For, for what? Like how much further could he have gone down the road before he had to we, do that we, again? We, yeah. we looked. He, he maybe could have got over after he passed me in a big truck. Uh -huh. He just got over behind another car doing 65. Right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Un unbelievable. People are. At, at 430 in the morning. You know, I told Jim, is that something, is he just late to work, right? Is that person running late to work? And, you know, that's where we get into paradigms, too. Did he, did he get a call and his wife was in an accident and he's trying to get to the hospital? You know, we've talked about that many times before. And, you know, maybe we're more educated in that. I guess if I were in that situation, I would have my four ways on. Right. I may flash my brights. I may push someone, but I'm going to have my four-way is on. Maybe that indicates something. It's not like that's a universal marker. It's an emergency, right? right. But... You're 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 yeah. alerting someone something's up, right? Right? Yeah. You know Hazard. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, and, and yeah. I'm a that's hazard. still not a good excuse, but I'm I'm just trying to put it out there and talk about it. I you guess. know, I don't know. 
I will, I don't like people like that behind me. So I would immediately put my blinker on and I'd move over and let them go. Exactly. Yeah. But a lot of people would say, F you, buddy, and yeah. I'm slowing down. I just hit and my brakes as hard as I can, Dave. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Again, sarcasm. And no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Dave. I get so, right out of you know, get right out of their way. Like, yeah. you go rear end someone else. Yeah, I don't have the time go today. On your way, and if you yeah. ha- are having an emergency, I I hope you get through it okay. Right. You know? Yeah. But, but same way, Dave. And this this morning though, I mean, because they, they were definitely going 65, right, Dave? But he had me a truck, and I think there was another car. At 65, to me, you know, like you said, you just let the you get out of their way and let them go on. The other car had every right to stay in that lane because right. he was pa- passing a truck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At 65, yeah. You know, it wasn't like he was going 45. There's right. no, there was he wasn't no reason beating traffic by any means. Yeah, there was right. no reason right. to be upset except yeah. you couldn't run 75. Yeah, what? Well, that's the part that's. So <laughs> you know what should have happened? The guy in a hurry should have. Just eased off of it for a second oh, until that other guy got around the truck and then maybe hit his lights or whatever and said, hey, man, I got to go. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't realize that he was passing. Yeah, throttle. I never I never brake check them, but I will get off the throttle. You know, you want to get somebody rid of somebody tailgating you, just slow down a little. Don't hit your brakes. Slow down a little bit. They won't. Yeah. Help them. And that gives just, them the opportunity to go right around you. Yeah, just go, yeah. Just go ahead. Yeah. And then when they try to pass me, I show them what that 6'4 Hemi will do. <laughs> <laughs> While your nine's in your hand? <laughs> <laughs> These are just jokes. <laughs> I don't have a nine millimeter. I lost it in a boat accident. <laughs> They showed a guy, I was looking at a TikTok, he was on like a jet ski jam, and he had, I know it was his phone, but he had something else, they didn't show it, but the guy took off, he dropped it off the jet ski, why he had it on the jet ski, but the joke about it was, he took his life vest off to dive and get the phone, (laughs) and whatever else he dropped, which they didn't show, and you're like... Well, that you know, I know you can't dive with a, without a life vest, you know, with a life vest on. But it was right. like you're really pretty well taking your chance because you just took your life vest off. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. no, no doubt. Um, so, three were late responses, which were near collisions. First one was driving in thick fog on a county road, going to speed limit 55, but too fast for conditions. He nearly ran a stop sign in the intersection where other vehicles were present, waiting to go. So that could have been pretty bad. Yeah, that's a bad yeah. one. Yeah. The second, the driver was messing around with the phone, distracting him from looking ahead and looking up just in time to hit the brakes as it was coming to a red light in traffic on Highway 85 in the left lane. That's another one that could have been bad. Third one was, third one as well was mobile usage, distracted from paying attention in traffic on I-70 resulting in late response and nearly running into a car stopped ahead of him if he hadn't looked up in time to hit the brakes. So that's another terrible one. This is why we have our mobile phone, our phone usage policy, and the FMC, uh, FMCSA has their own. Like, you can't. You can't use your phone while driving a big truck. Yeah. Period, point blank. Right? Uh, distracted driving, we had a total of six inattentive driving and 23 Mobile usage events, right? So that's the bad news. Can, that's yes, yes. So, no, sorry to interrupt you, Jim. I mean, just before you get into the safe drivers, yep. You know, I, I, it's negative news, but we just let a driver go yesterday, yep. Solely because of his phone usage, and yep. he was not only on the phone; he was FaceTiming, right? Alleg- I mean, allegedly, <laughs> we we can't see what he was doing on the phone. 
But we do know he was using his phone. Well, when you pick your phone up and you show the person that's on the other side what you're doing, right. and you show them the back window <laughs> and the dash of your right. truck and all that, he was FaceTiming. I agree, allegedly. <laughs> Just my opinion. <laughs> I think that's the reason that word allegedly was used, Dave, is right. the whole, the yeah. whole basis. I, I, trust me, I get it, but it needs to be driven home. Yeah, don't you know use your phone. You may not work here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, but the thing is that's interesting about that that situation too, and, and it's just it just bothers me no matter what is that driver also learned where to put the phone so the camera didn't pick it up oh yeah hide it in your hoodie and right yeah and it's put it on your speedometer like the whole thing is deceptive yes you know so mobile phone usage and you're a liar so yeah yeah and you just you you can't you're not supposed to use it but now you're trying to trick the camera that we have to help us Right. Enforce it when we shouldn't need that to even enforce it right. to protect you and us. Right. Oh yeah, right, and everyone on the road. And the, right, the that, I mean, it's just a hundred percent safety. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So let's change change the subject, Jam. Yeah. Get it. Get to. The I guess that's the reason I was hesitant in putting that out there, but people need to know. Yeah, I mean, we've always been transparent. You yeah. know. I mean, that was a ten minute video we watched. Oh yeah. It was. It was. It was pretty horrific. Yeah. Plus, yeah. All right, moving on to... <laughs> Bigger, better things. Yeah, let's That was the reason I wanted to get that out before we did the positive. Absolutely. <laughs> moving on to the top 10 Samsara safe drivers for January. Number one, 0079 Potter had a safety score of 100. Tied for first place, 001 John Moore, 100. Third place, Rick Gray with a 99. Nice job, Rick. Edwin Ramirez, 99. Nat Bisignano, 99. Mike Bortz, 99. T- technically, would they all be tied for second, Jim? They're all yes. tied for second. I mean, second you got two guys place. tied Absolutely. for first, and then those four people tied for second, which, since they're all the same score, right? Great, great point, Dave. And then we have four drivers tied for third. That's Troy Holmes, Dustin Courier, Greg Wise, and Chris Beam, all with 98s. So... Awesome job, guys! Yeah, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. and I, for the amount of miles that we drive, that's that's awesome. That's impressive. You know, it is. It is, and I think I'd have to kind of try to look at the math of this because that's a that's a good group of guys, but we got a hundred drivers. The other thing, though, is our average score is ninety two. Wasn't that on the average on the page? score is ninety two? And so, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead, Jim. No, go. just that that's not far off this ninety eight for third. Right. Is, a, is a total score mm-hmm. of ninety two, mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty damn good. I want to you know pat on the back kind of thing. Absolutely, and here's here's the good news. So, in the green, so they're rated by colors. In the green, with the score of ninety or above, we have eighty four drivers. Yeah, that's wow. That's, that's awesome. That's that the is. that's the point there, Super Dave, of the miles we travel. We have that many people doing, doing a great it right. Job, mm-hmm. Right. In the yellow, which is an eighty to an eighty nine score, we have nineteen drivers. Okay, so those guys may have been in the red before and they're coming up, or maybe they were in the green and dropped down a little bit, but those 19 guys are super close to being in the green. Nice. And then in the red, which is less than or equal to a 79, we have three drivers. Well, actually... Two, because one of which we just let go. Yeah, this list was made yesterday, and since then we have one less driver in the red. Yep. yep. It, so it, he, he was in the red, that... He was his score was a forty four. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, and we got a couple other drivers I have to throw out there that's got that same barely higher than that, Dave. 
that we'll, huh. we need to look at. And I was just going to, again, on the, on the math here, though, so if we have the, the 19 guys in the yellow and we have three drivers in the, in the red, which have changed, but we just, when JR looked it up, you guys, right, what's causing those safety, what's causing those safety changes is speeding, collisions, and following too close. Yep. Near collisions. Near collisions. Yes. So, so really those, those are some pretty serious offenses yep. driving the lower scores. Yep. Right. Something we need to really work on. <clears throat> yep. Definitely need to speak to them. Yeah. Give them some yeah. coaching. You know yeah. what's great about that, and we've talked so many times about that, or Sam, sorry, the camera system, but it's just made us proactive, yep. right? We can gather this information and be like, hey, we need to coach this person up, and you know, these are some incidents that we've had, and let's learn from it and move forward and help this person be a better driver mm-hmm. and safer on the road. And that just thrills me to death, where in the past, we were just stuck reactive, you know we, what I mean? We couldn't it, help, Dave. Yeah, we couldn't do anything. And Paralyzed. I, guess I'm, I hope anytime if anyone of our drivers, you know, gets a call from, you know, JR or Scooby or Pat or Kendrick or whoever it may be, right, that's, that's working on some of this stuff or Dustin even has been helping out with some of that. I hope you really look at the video, you know, you log in because we send you that, that clip, you log in. You understand what's happening and go, oh, I need to make that change. Right. I would be a better, safer driver if that's the case. And, <clears throat> you know, they always say, like, if you get hit, you hit back, right? I mean, that's kind of a natural defense mechanism. And I, I hope everyone doesn't take it like that, that they can learn to take it. Ah, this is something I need to be better at. And I need, if I'm going to do this for the rest of my life or my career, I should probably be better at it, and they're helping me be better at it. Yeah, you so. could look at it as a challenge, right? You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but why, you know, why wouldn't I, you want to be better though, you right. guys? Right, that's the right. challenge, mm-hmm. right, Super Dave? Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess I, not that I would condone the speeding, but I would rather see those scores and all of it because of speeding, not near collisions and not following too close. That that those are the two that scare me. Yes, if you have space, <clears throat> I mean, of course we want to follow state law. Yeah, speed yeah, limits, right? right? Jam, absolutely. But when you talk about like the Smith system, there's nothing in the Smith system that talks about your speed because it's, it's all it's about space. Space, yeah. Right, yeah. Because you, know? you are going to get in a group of, to be a little safer, you're going to go with the flow of traffic, right? And sometimes there's, you know, it's five over or something like that. But you're, there's always that safe space, mm-hmm. you know, with people getting on the highway, off the highway, all of that. You can, yeah, you know, you, I don't know. I agree with you, Jam. I, I feel like I could go 100 miles an hour as long as I have a space. But I'm not, I'm not saying go 100 miles an hour. And I know you guys are too, but it's so easy to see the cars that are up the other guy's butt. And they're going 80 miles an hour, and you're thinking, holy crap, that guy can't see but 10 feet in front of him. Yeah, and you already you asked it earlier, Super Dave. Even if they got around that person at 80, usually there's no open road. No. They're not, they're not going Absolutely anyplace else. No. Everybody is going 80. Mm-hmm. That's just about as fast as we could get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I love the fact that we this day and age, we have to be proactive like that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You know, with... You know, I mean, everybody sits down and watches the five o'clock news and sees the lawyer commercials, Frank Azar, and so forth. And we have to be, as as our insurance guy says all the time, we have to be defendable. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have to be proactive and coach and try to, you know, um, improve our driving habits 
every day because we drive i don't know i'm making this up but we probably drive fifty thousand miles a day you know with the trucks oh as a fleet yeah yeah yep yeah for sure yeah you know i don't know i guess that just leaks you know as we go on the podcast here dave and you know we're trying to be defendable and you know the words you mentioned you know we've been talking about this so much and we repeat ourselves so much and you know you just you have to you have to keep doing that i was mm-hmm. talking a little bit to erica last night she was talking about facebook and and uh, youtube and the podcast and stuff is we're so interconnected our 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 uh, social media has all connected us but i feel and she talked about it like we're even more disconnected cuz you don't make that 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 human touch you know what I mean? And hit, oh, yeah. You know, that, yeah. that, that one-on-one. Like, instead you know, of speaking to somebody, you just text them. R- right, you know, and here <laughs> yeah. we are in the, on the podcast. Yeah. Another form of that, and, I, and I, I, I'll bring it up earlier, or maybe we can talk about it in here because I made some notes. But, you know, this was another form to reach our drivers and maybe the driving community that's not – uh, what, what would the word invasive of their time they don't have to be to that driver's meeting they don't have to be there on on time they can listen to this at any point during the week you know we've made it as simple and yet trying to to make it as important as possible you know so look at like you said we're, we're trying to change we're trying to grow we're trying to contact and whatever else we can do to right. make it to make our point <clears throat> I don't got time to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, that is that is tough when you're in the truck all day to hear right jam. Yeah, you know have you mean? listened to the podcast? No, nah, I just don't have the time. Right? What are you doing all day driving around? Right. You got yeah. you got ten and twelve hours. Facetiming with their buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, all you guys have driven, you know. And jam, I know you're an avid podcast listener, but I, you know, like my trips, if I go to nebraska to the lake up there you know i can i can listen to a podcast or even during the day when you listen to a song it just makes the day fly by i mean i've i've li- listened to a good podcast and three hours later i'm i'm in nebraska or whatever right you're like right. whoa where did where did and the road how, go how enjoyable was yeah. that you know or yeah. even you know listening to it with holly and chatting back and forth or you know it's just been it's i just, have a funny story about that so we took a really long road trip a couple of years ago up to glacier national park at the top of montana and so we get going and jackie says hey i got a couple of audiobooks i <laughs> want to listen to and i'm like no way <laughs> right because it was probably some chick book you know <laughs> and so she chick book <laughs> she was like come on a come romance on. novel right yeah, yeah. exactly and so i i wish i could remember the title i wish i'd wrote it down because that's exactly what it sounded like and i'm like oh my god this is going to take like 18 hours to listen to it anyway i turned it on <laughs> I loved it. Right? <laughs> I got so into it. We'd start driving the next day, and first thing I'd do is pop that audio book, <laughs> and then we'd turn it on and listen. So, yeah, yeah, I ended up loving it. Dave, yeah. I, I am so guilty because Janet just loves that. Right when we travel, she's like, "Yo, you want to listen to music?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to listen to music." You know, and <clears throat> she's like, "Can't we listen to it?" She's always got some audio book. Right? It's yeah. not not. Po- we have listened to a podcast before, though, and it was kind of funny. We actually went went up to our cabin with mom and dad and Sam. So we had a carload of people, and we listened to a. Uh, it was a military one about a guy who 
I think the name of the book was uh, uh, A Stay in the Hanoi Hilton about Vietnam when he was captured in the military in, in Vietnam, right? But anyway, those those audio books, Dave, I'm just I'm like making too long of a story here about it. Just the other night, you know, with all the cold weather, uh, all the cars have been so dirty with the storm. I was like, Janet, do you want to run up and get a car wash? You know, and she's like, yeah, and we get in her car, and obviously her phone is connected to the car, so the minute we get in, it's like logging on, and it immediately starts her audio book that she listens to, because she listens to it back and forth to work. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, the Bluetooth uh, just yeah, kicked in. Yeah, both directions, right? And we're driving out, and I'm like, ah, can't we listen to music? And she's like, oh, this is just getting to the good part. And it must have been a romance novel, Dave, because I tell you what, my face was red, and I was getting a little blush, <laughs> sitting there in the car wash like, hey. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, they were, they were getting jiggy with it. So this morning I was looking through our podcast followers because I want to know who's following. But you could see the other podcasts that people listen to. Oh, interesting. And what do you think the most popular kind of podcast that people want to listen to? <laughs> Joe Rogan. It's either going to be murder or romance. True crime. True crime. Murder. Yep. Yep. That, it, yep. Allie loves the true crime. Yeah, yeah, I mean, men, women, like, I looked through, like, 15 people. Didn't matter. A lot of them listened to, uh, I think it's called Snapped, and it's about women that just snap. Yet the... And, and uh, kill their husbands. I'm going to massacre the name, but Allie finally joined a group, and they're called the, the Murderinos. You I, told me about that, I yeah. think, and it's just... And they, she's gotten a sticker, and she's got it on a car. And we've been in different places, and people notice their the, her sticker, and they have this, like, secret conversation about the podcast. It's like it's, a subculture. Right, right, yeah. And that's... I mean, that's where we got the uh, silver mics from, is Allie. Was she doing a podcast mm-hmm. on the Bernarinos? Mur- uh, yeah, I don't know if it was for that, but that's what they talked about, Yeah. Absolutely, her and her friend. That's where the the mics originated from. Yeah, Jim. Nice. Do they have any podcasts we could go back and listen to? I'd like to. I, I think one, but I don't know if it's it's saved or how they did it. Ask her; she could send it. Yeah, we'll have to. That's cool. Well, Jim, uh, you want to take over? This is the rest is your outline, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope I hope the rest of you guys jump in or definitely. Yeah, I'll participate. (laughs) Dave and Super Dave here, but. I mentioned it earlier, you guys are and gals, that you know we've been going over the same things over and over and over, and how we make the impact, and you know, kind of comes down to like the podcast. How do we make the podcast interesting? How do we how do we change things up? And I was able to go back and pull my notes because I I do save Super Dave's High Road Holland, and I had my notes, and I can go clear back to to 2015 um, and pull notes out on on what we've been talking about. And I found this one that, that uh, me and Dave Hand wrote, and it was from uh, November 21st, 2018. It said, uh, hey guys, last week and this week, this is what happened. We blew up a motor by over-revving the engine. We tipped a trailer over. We got a huge overweight ticket at the portables. And what do we do about that? And it's a, again, I, I started out in 2018 because it's the same things we talk about over and over again. And this is what Dave and I answered back is, you know what we do? We do not give up. We believe in you guys and gals. We will never stop believing in all of you. We believe in what we do, and it can be done well. And, you know, we, we've been preaching that, that story for a long time. That was a snippet from 2018. And we address the, the trailer 
Um, that was a mistake. We talk about it with the new guys that we hire. Um, it was a, I believe it was a sleeper truck. It was clear, <coughs> clear out east. It was a long trailer, and the driver just never, never looked. He just, he just sent it up, and it just tipped over. And brother Dave, correct me. It was like two stages, two, three stages at the yeah, most tops, and and it tipped over. And it was winter time. It, yeah, this it, time it, of year. Yep, it was winter time. And but you know, I think uh, Omar, a, a different Omar, was one of the guys. Um, I who even was, went out there. Ivan went out there. Dave loaded up, and they went out, loaded it up, fought through the snow, got it all. But but brother I, Dave was. I, I'm sorry, I was thinking of another one, Jim. Yeah, sorry, keep going. But you 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 loaded up and you supported the team, and that's what we do. And it was a mistake, but it's still a mistake. And I know I know Dave's got a lot to talk about that on, on the mistake here. And then you know the overweight. I wanted to mention the overweight is. The driver actually got a big ticket. He was over a thousand pounds overweight, but then we found out it was a mistake from the portable scales, and he really wasn't overweight. All he had to do is call in and go, "Hey, I'm, I I got a situation here. They say I'm overweight. I check my weights. I don't believe so. Can I get some help?" And instead, the driver got mad, took the ticket, and left. Right. And it, he wasn't even overweight. Right. And so you know, there's the other point. Call your safety people. Call the office. Call dispatch. Use the radio because everybody can hear where the scales are. Somebody might have an idea. Hey, I was just at that scales. Yeah, they're adding it up wrong or or whatever. Yeah, I remember because there was another driver that came right behind him. Same thing. Was it the ones coming out of Fair Play? Exactly. Stopped over on the state chat on 285, right? So the one guy took the ticket and... Went left. Just left. Yeah, it was mad. Yeah. Complained about it. And the other guy called us. You, Brother Dave, sent me down there. And then uh, we got those guys to break out their hand scales. Yeah. It was a big ordeal. They were like, no, we're not going to re-weigh him because he's got to drive around and we don't trust him to be out of sight. He could throw material off. Okay, we can't back up. No, it's too dangerous. Brother Dave's like, well, let's call their supervisor. We got the supervisor. And what did he tell you? Those guys have hand scales. They Absolutely. Break out those hand break scales. Break out the hand scales. And, man, they broke them out, and they reweighed them. And <clears throat> he was over 85,000. So the guy's like, see, over 85,000. I'm like, yeah, we're on secondaries. That's legal. You know? And, yep, because he has an overweight problem. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah, that's you're yeah. exactly right, Jim. Yeah. That's, the, that's the whole thing. But here we are preaching about the same thing again, you right. know, and I guess that's where I, I'm trying to make this interesting. I'm trying to go back. I'm trying to, you know, wake us up, bring us, bring it to everybody in a new format. Because how, how many times can you talk about the same thing? You know, sometimes you got to hear things over and over again. Right, exactly. And, yeah. and I, I just touched on the engine. The, the engine, I remember that, that we blew that up. And we were like, oh, no, with the computers, you can't blow that engine up. It won't over-rev. It won't do anything. And we found out the person, because we looked in the computer then, they were just leaving it in gear and letting the truck over-rev. The computer had no way to shut the truck down. They were just, you know, they were just maxed out at like 2,300 RPMs in one gear. And, and that's how they thought it was okay to drive the truck. Yeah. And and blew the engine like up. 26, 2700 RPM. Yeah, yeah. Was the there was several occurrences, and that's you know that's their mistake for for not knowing their equipment, and our mistake for not training better. And that's the reason for the orientation. That's the reason for being with your trainer. Those are all the things we've done to try to make ourselves better. You know, and 
And again, it, it, it's a fight, but I guess one of my points here too is we've not given up. We just didn't go, oh, that's the way it is. You know, we've come tried to come up with so many programs to make us better. And I'll, I'll just read this when I, when I talk about, we talk about the same things because I dated them right quick. So September of 2016, fuel spills, hitting the scale at Morton and Fry's and tearing off mud flaps. Have we ever talked about that stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about August 16th of 2017? Checking tires, speeds in the pits, and overweights. I've heard that stuff before. Right? You, you recognize that, right, Jam? So I did July of 2017. And, it, and it's kind of funny. All I had in there in the note was post-trip Dave White going over this. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> right? You can imagine that conversation in one of the driver's meetings. I bet meetings. it lasted the whole safety meeting. <laughs> right? So here's one, November of 2017. And again, do we ever talk about this? So contaminated loads to Metro Mix. JFW had to reimburse Metro Mix $1,300 for just the material we lost. And that didn't include the haul charge. That we, you know, we obviously we couldn't charge for the haul time the first time. Hauled it back down there again, the clean material, and we paid. I believe it was the note we had. We took it upon our, ourselves. We paid the drivers, huh. you know, and I and I don't know what the circumstances was, but we paid them for the bad loads, even though we lost the loads. Huh. And and so there again, we're trying to do it better, make it different. Um, and this is something I wanted to I wanted to bring up. I had a note in there from January third, starting into two thousand eighteen. So in two thousand eighteen, over six hundred deaths in two thousand seventeen because we just gotten into two thousand eighteen. Just just to be clear, highway deaths. Yes, highway deaths. Col- De- Colorado highway deaths. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Dave, if I'm not clear there. And uh, so I looked up and I and I seen it just the other day because they they published it. So for 2022, you guys, last year, we broke a record 745 deaths out on the Colorado highways. That's a 59% increase in the last 10 years, and it's the highest we've ever had since 1981. Right there, why do we preach to you guys following distances, speeds, all that kind of stuff, because we don't want to be one of those statistics. Yeah, that's that's 745 funerals. That's 745 families ripped apart. You know, I mean, when you start thinking about all the hurt and the pain and the suffering because of that, it's just silly to die in a piece of metal on, on asphalt. Yeah, that's 1,500. I mean, when you put it in perspective like that, Jim, that's just shy of 1,500 parents that they've either lost a sibling, a child, a mother, a father, something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just, they, yeah, wow. When you put it into that, that perspective, that many funerals, I, I just, I yeah. didn't even look at it like that. You just hear deaths and you don't think of that. Right? Yeah. And it's, it's the, I kind of quickly looked at it. So <clears throat> we're just over whatever the math would break it down to a person, a, a person and a half a day, whatever, right. you yeah. know, divided into 365. But, Every day, no matter what, we got somebody dying on the road. Yep. What? What a ridiculous stat! I just, it's just, it, it bothers me. And and we, almost every one of those is attributed to negligence. Oh, I'm sure. I I know there's some innocent people 
that get hit by a tire flying over a median or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. The yeah. vast majority of that number is negligence, yep. whether it's speed or drinking or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, I had an incident this weekend with my, with Allie, my middle daughter and, and, uh, she had a, a pretty bad accident and I'll probably talk about it in another podcast, but the circumstances of the, of the crash was all due with speed of another person. And, and in the circumstances, how she reacted and the other person reacted. And it's just, it is just due with negligence, Dave, just like mm-hmm. you're saying. We're, we, we can't drive, people can't drive fast enough is, oh, is the isn't thing. Isn't that the truth, Jim? It just can't drive just fast enough. crazy yeah. anymore. Yeah. So quickly, guys, you jump into January of 18 again. Uh, <clears throat> clean behind drip trays on the trailers. Rocks falling off and hitting cars. We just had one a couple weeks ago, did we not, Jam, where it wasn't cleaned out behind the, the drip tray? Oh, there was a trailer in the in the shop yesterday that had a bunch of sand behind the drip tray. You know, so we've been, we've been preaching on that since, you know, 2018. Mm-hmm. Three um, years now. You know, I brought this one up because this one was January again of 18 because we're going to head into that, that time of year along with the snow. Tow hooks and pins. Does everybody have a tow hook? Does everybody have a pin to fasten it in? In the next 60 days, we'll start into our muddiest time of the the year because we'll be freezing in the morning. We'll be thawing in the afternoon. So you might drive in and drive out in the morning, get stuck in the afternoon. And then, you know, just past the 60 days, we'll start into our spring, our rainy time. So are you prepared? Do you have tow hooks and do you have pins? And we've had, you know, new guys. We're trading trucks around. We got new guys going into trucks. We're adding the peats. Have you checked your trucks? And that is on the DVIR that you should be checking. Right. 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 Along with your FHWA annual stickers on the frames. It's something you should look at every day. Every day. All part of your post-trip or pre-trip, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, I, I... I know I look like I've been texting on my phone, but I was I was searching something here and I looked up. Are you driving? Of all no texting I, and podcasting, no, Dave. I've been face cat face FaceTiming with the with the wife. So no, uh, telling her I enjoyed that book when we were at the car wash. Anyway, <laughs> you have a glow about you in the suds. Right? Am I smiling or is it just my face? Look like you had a good morning. Uh, no, back to your speeding information there, Jim. How many how many fatalities were there? Seven forty five. Yeah, seven forty five. So 287 of those were speed-related. Wow. Mm. I would have figured more. Yeah. I really would have. Well, I asked for speed and distracted driving because all the phone use is distracted driving. And I tell you what, you pull up to an intersection, if you can see four cars around you, I feel like three or four of them are on their phone. Oh, yeah. Just sitting at an intersection. Now, granted, they're not driving, but they're distracted. Mm -hmm. Right? When that light turns green, they're not focused on it. They're not going. Next time I'm out of light, I'll have to put my phone down and look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, but you damn s- joke. <laughs> you said 287. 287. Were, were speed related. Yes. All 745 were space related. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going too fast, you don't have space. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if. Or you're falling distance. I mean, that was. I mean, literally, I, I guess we. Uh, I mean, because it's just so fresh in my mind. Uh, Jam is Allie's accident. She was I-25 northbound in the fast lane, was going to get over to the middle lane, had her turn signal on, was she believed she was a little bit into the other person's lane, 
but the person that car was going so fast past her that she was like holy shit i i didn't see it i, I missed it corrected back in her lane quickly and the person lost control after passing Allie, spun out and ended up in the fast lane and and alley hit her head on but right. that's how fast the person was going allegedly going right. that passed alley but you know as well as i do you don't you don't pass somebody spin you don't if you're not going fast you don't end up in front of them <laughs> right <laughs> i mean it just doesn't happen right. so that's the alleged point but there again their speed you know and and I, i've had it where i'm i started over to change lanes and you're like, where the hell did that person come from? But they're just hauling ass, mm-hmm. you know, just going as fast as they can go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just. So, again, they nobody had any space at that point because of the speed, Jim. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at. Right. It, it just further down in that article, you guys, it just says CDOT and agency partners plead with drivers to slow down. <laughs> so there's the speed. Yep. Buckle up. Right, we luckily our cameras pick that up now because we've had how many tickets at the port of entry not wearing a seatbelt. So thank goodness our cameras pick that up now. Right. And then the next one is and stay off their phones. Mm. So there's three things: speed, seatbelt, distracted driving, distracted well, driving, seatbelt. Yeah, yeah, Duh. yeah. But but jam speed right. creates the distance that right. you're talking. Those yeah. those two just coincide. I mean, you say distance, <clears throat> right? That's speed related. You yeah. say speed. That's distance related, right? I Absolutely. Mean, no Super, matter what. Yeah. Super Dave and I in the interviews used to say the the four most common causes of truck crashes are speed, space, distracted driving, and fatigue. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I have to agree with you. And just like you said, speed takes away that space. Yep. But when you're distracted, you're losing that space also. Oh, yeah. You don't know. How, you, you could have a football field and no space. You have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, a freedom issue which is like near and dear to Americans' hearts, but would it be a good idea to, and I bet you almost every automobile can turn off a cell phone when you put it in drive or drive over, I don't know, 20 miles an hour, but boy, oh boy, would that be a rat's nest if we, you know, yeah, you could, put that into your place. Your freedom, sorry, Jim. It's, it's freedom, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's apps, you could download apps that'll do that for you, but that was your choice. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. This would not be a choice. This would be like yeah. Mandatory. I mean, I could see the government forcing that down people's throats, like they do other things. So yeah, yeah, could be in the future. Yep. Mm-hmm. What else you got, Jim? Um, yeah, just to pick it back up. So still in 2018, we talked about tailgate latches and the seals. Um, we've been fortunate enough in the last few years to have really newer trailers and equipment so the seals aren't quite as a big a deal but that's the reason we we try to have tell you guys in the winter to get your you know open your tailgates and leave them open so we're not telling tearing seals out you know the tailgate latches the trailers were getting old enough that the latches weren't latching tight enough and so that didn't hold the tailgate closed that can still happen right now but most everybody has newer trailers so it shouldn't be an issue but you know, we're trying to buy new equipment to eliminate this stuff because we don't have people that can can monitor it, you know, and, and do their jobs. So we were talking about it then. Then we had, you know, we did a liner demo and cleaning underneath the liner. And what's that mean? And again, excuse me, we have, you know, new enough equipment that we don't have holes. We've got better Z stripping. But I bet if I ask 
I, I'd love to do this. Ask three or four of the new guys, did they clean their liner and how do you do it? But yeah. we don't even get that. Nobody's getting underneath it. No, nobody's yeah. getting underneath it. So right. in the minute, you know, the the whole thing about that is what usually happens just quickly is if you leave any material or something would fall out of the tarp or the Z-strips or anything like that once you're empty or maybe some sand in the front, when you're empty, that pushes that material to the back and then the wind hits the gate and tucks it underneath the liner. You know, and we've also learned those other trailers, we left the liner off the back of the tailgate just a little bit. We don't do that anymore. We try to put the liner right even with the tailgate. Gotcha. So to try to stop that. And I made a big blanket statement. I said, nobody's getting underneath. There's people getting underneath, but some people don't even know right. to get underneath. Well, I, we had, you know, person that pops in my mind, not, not that we don't have somebody currently, Jam, but Ed Ritter. You know, he, he retired with us, and he was a go-getter. Um, but Ed, you know, he, his favorite saying was, Mr. Wallet's talking to me. I, I'd say, hey, Ed, would you go get that load? Oh, yeah. I said, I don't want to, but Mr. Wallet told me I needed to. And he'd go get that load. And he did a lot of golf loads. And he was one of the few guys that got a brand-new trailer and made his liner last five years, Jim. Wow. It literally wore out, no holes. But that guy was religious about cleaning the liner out. And I'm like, what, what's up with that, Ed? And there's two things. So if he wasn't cleaned out, he couldn't take any golf load, mm. right? And he loved his golf loads. And he said the other thing, he said, if my liners tore up, I can't do golf loads again, but I'm going to be broke down at some point while you guys change my liner. Mm. I like my trailer, and I like my liner, and I don't want to be messed with. Nice. And and he, he just knocked the loads out. But he, he was looking at his future, and he had a system. And that few minutes he took every day cleaning – was nothing compared to shoveling or, yep. or fighting getting the rocks out from under it. It just what it leads to in your future is is so much yeah. time saving. Yeah. Absolutely. A line of wood holes in it is pain. They suck. Yeah. They suck. And, and we have a we have a welder to fix that now just as a point. If if you see a hole or any little crack or anything in the liner you have now, please write it up. Please say something because we have a special welder that will re-weld the liners now, but we have to catch it before it's a giant hole. Right. Yeah. And how do we catch it? Lots of ways, Dave. I mean, I don't, you I don't, have to be in there looking. <laughs> right. Number one, in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't just aimlessly sweep over a hole and go, huh, that's all. Yeah. But I'll tell you, <laughs> too. Sweep it out. It's like that when I got it. That rock <laughs> that gets <laughs> lodged up underneath that liner that st- stays there and you can't get it out because it's 10 feet up in the liner, yeah. it will make a small hole within two weeks. Yeah, from the bottom and, up. Right. right? It right. creates an hourglass going of the material going Correct. around it. That little hole will be a big hole probably within a month. Right, right. She goes, I was going to try to talk about the physics because it always blows me away just like both of you are talking about. You got that little pinhole or that little raise and it raises that bump and, you know, hundreds of tons of sand washing across that makes that hourglass and, Mm -hmm. you know, makes that high spot so thin so fast it's just it's it's really cool stuff but it sucks when yeah. it happens it's I think expensive. how coarse that three-quarter crushed rock is yeah and how that's gouging yeah because it's a high spot falls yeah. out, right right yep yep flows yep. out of the trailer absolutely so and then the other thing we talk about it all the time you know we've had it come up three-point stance getting in and out of the truck that was that was july of 2018 um 2018, we just had a, a, a ticket, but we were hauling out a fair play. 
Speed and Bailey coming down the uh, from Fair Play. And uh, after my note on there, I had WTF. <laughs> you know, like, why can't we go through Bailey at the correct speed? Right. And, and we, I, I don't think it was Bailey, but we just got a ticket up there, a speeding ticket recently. Um, and I, I found this one funny, which Super Dave, when you talk, you kind of were getting at, I thought, um, our new technology and advances and what all we're doing and how cool the equipment is and things like that is Jake Brake Noise, they are illegal in Golden in 2018, September 12, 2018. Mm. I know for a fact we had some of the older trucks that had loud jakes, mm-hmm. and you couldn't run them in gold. And there was a noise ordinance in gold, and we were getting ticket after ticket after ticket. The new yeah, truck in the canyon as yeah. we were coming down right into Golden, yeah. right, Dave? Mm-hmm. Right. We coming don't even to the light. we don't even deal with that anymore. No, because our trucks nice. are so quiet. They're so advanced. You know, the jakes work kick ass in them, mm-hmm. and no noise. We we've eliminated that. You know, but how many people know about that? You know how many know how many people appreciate that advancement? It's funny because you have to be an old guy to know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I took Scooby and Jr. to Kenworth, right? And on our way there, we're we're at the railroad tracks or something over there. Out comes this tow truck from MHC, and it's just you know just making all the noise in the world. And Scooby says, "Man, that would get real annoying real quick." <laughs> it's like, I'm like, Scooby, that's what you drove for most of your life. He's like, yeah, I'm spoiled now. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, just but hearing that come from Scooby, stacks, right? You know, you, right. you look at Scooby and be like, yeah, that guy wants an 18 or a 21 speed or <laughs> a 50 speed with Jake's and yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, and I don't know where that, you know, I guess you could talk about age jam, but I, you know, I can tell the story where I had that, you know, that, 350 Cummins and hauled over here to Claylight, and I, I, I got a call in a rattle in the, the, liquor, the, store. the, the liquor store, the jars <laughs> off. But I thought it was cool as hell, right. you know. Today, oh my god, that would piss yeah, me off, right. Jam. I, I could, headache in a heartbeat, I couldn't take the noise, I couldn't mm-hmm. take, I couldn't be, I couldn't take being that intrusive to somebody else. I could just picture you going to the liquor store and be like, oh, I heard I broke some bottles. I'd like to pay for those. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing, and I know I told that story, they ended up calling my mom, right? Yeah. So, hey, I got my mom called on me. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah and then, that, that, that may be a saying, loud pipes save lives, right? I mean, isn't that the saying, loud yeah, pipes save yeah, lives? For bikes. But man, quiet vehicles are sure peaceful, right? Yeah. They sure are. You know, and that's the one thing. We live in the world today like we need trucks, right? And and we're at the forefront of just being the demise of the world. And what I mean by that is, you know, they pollute, the tires are bad, we're hard on the roads, no one wants to see us. So I mean, we need to do everything in our power to be seen and not heard. Mm. You know, and when we are seen that, you know, the whole first part of this podcast was about how we are seen how right we look. are are we spaced out are we safe are we you know whatever the scenario may be right we need to look good you know we've done everything in our powers with the newer equipment to be quieter to be safer to you know all of these other elements right so that's that's something to to think of or add to that right so yep. absolutely same story though from you know as far as my notes go back since 2015 right right dave we, yeah. we talked about it and then the last one is I, I jumped up to June of uh, 2019, 
and we just had this yesterday, um, but speed on I-70 coming down the hill. We never talk about that, right, guys? Never. We've never, we've never had problems with that. We never talk about that. There's flashing lights. There's speed limit signs. There's truck warnings. There's all this stuff, and, and we end up going down the hill at, I don't know, like 60 miles an hour yesterday was the last I heard. I don't know what we've, what we've done about that yet. I think but I saw it like a 62 or a 64, Jim. Yeah. In, a, in a 35. Yeah, and I just... 35 wow. mile an hour. Yeah, and rec- it's not a reckless. small zone. That's reckless. Long zone. Yeah, yeah long, 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 long yeah. trucking zone. Yeah, yeah. and, and reckless jam. And you're, you're just like, how does that make us look? Not yeah. good. How many signs did we pass? Yeah, just... How many, you know, there, there are three by five signs. There's four by eight signs. There's five by 10. Some of them have flashing lights. Yeah, but where does Some of them have words. Start? Some of them just have pictures, <laughs> right? It's just a picture of a hill and a truck. Right. What does that mean, right? I, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate, but... That's, I, man, I regret even saying this. I don't even want to say it. I'm like struggling to say it. But that's where everyone picks up the term dumb truck driver. Right. Right? I mean, and it's forced upon us. It's given to us. But these are the situations that create that. We're driving past sign after sign after sign after notification after flashing lights. It's like someone's clubbing us over the head. This is a 35-mile-an-hour zone, but I'm going to do 65. Right. Right? I mean, you, you got, I, I mean, you, and I, I hate saying those words, Jim, you and I have fought saying those words. I mean, I, I, there is, that's almost worse than saying some other foul language. You know what I mean? I have no problem dropping the F-bomb, but there are some words that I will not use, you know, right. that denote race or something like that. And I refuse to use them. And the, saying dumb truck driver rates right up there mm. with those words for me, because it's, it's something against everything I value. But but Jam, just ask you jokingly with with you, and I know you were you were talking. Yeah, is, where does the speed zone start? <laughs> yeah. Where does the speed zone yeah, start? And at at the sign, right? At the speed yeah. limit sign, yeah. right? And and that's what Dave's saying. <laughs> so if you don't know where the speed limit starts, how dumb are you? That's the offensive statement. Yeah. Right. I don't know where it starts. Uh, how about where the five by ten yellow caution? flashing light sign is illuminated yeah or even right. at the white and black sign that has a speed limit on it yeah you know and we yeah. joke about it like we're making fun of it but when we used to make the calls and i'm sort of sure jr still goes through it like hey you got to watch your speed coming down the hill it's a 45 mile an hour hill coming down floyd right <clears throat> well where does that start it's like <laughs> at the speed limit sign right. what what's we, we yeah, did the ahead. culture meeting the other day, and we asked the kid, do you know where that starts? And he's like, yeah, there's a flashing yellow. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, right. we, we love I that wanted answer. to hug that guy. Right? I wanted to like jump up instantly with a big smile and just give him a hug. Like, I love you, man. I love you. My worry is, Jam, when we have those people that avoid all of those signs, what are they doing when they hit the 35-mile-an-hour curve and they're loaded right. at 85 or, or worse yet, 90,000 pounds coming out of fair play and we're coming down 285 and we get to a, right. you know, one of those 40-mile-an-hour curves or a 45-mile-an-hour curve and sure. they're hauling heavy and going too fast and ignoring the – we're going to pick that guy up. He's going to crash. He's going to be rolled over. That trailer's going to be laid over. You know, they're going to be in an accident. And, and, you know, here we are picking up the pieces. Yep. Well, you, know? you, you just kind of coined it, Dave. When all that happens, what's that for us? Could be the end. Here's our sign. Doll. Uh, oh, that's almost a pathetic dad joke. Right? Here's your sign. Yeah. We, we just read all the signs. Here's our sign. Yeah. What do we do about that? Right? 
That's not a person that that we need here because they're endangering the rest of our family. Yep. You know, I I do want to bring up too, just because JR brought it to my attention before the podcast, because we were talking about that in those speed zones. Keep in mind, everyone, those speed zones are whether you're loaded or empty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We're we're, we're having a, a handful of drivers think it does not apply to them when they're empty because they might be near that 26,000 pound uh, gross vehicle weight. Well, keep in mind, that's a gross vehicle weight rating. If you're over 26,000 pound gross vehicle weight rating, we don't own a vehicle that's not over 26, well, some pickups, but all of our big trucks that people are here driving. If you drive a vehicle that starts with double O, you need to be doing the speed limit, whether you're loaded or empty, yep. through those zones. Mm-hmm. Loaded or empty. Yep. Cannot it, emphasize it enough. And we've broke the times down in other safety meetings. If you take it at like 35 miles an hour and you take it at 55 mile an hour, it's literally like one minute or yeah. a minute, 20 yeah. seconds. And you're just like, what What does that matter in any day? Right. Any day. Sure. Yeah. On the sign, it says GVWR. Right. Right, Most Super Dave, yeah. Weight rating. But again, where, where does that weight rating start? At the sign. <laughs> <clears throat> so I was going to speak up a little bit ago, but I've got to now because that is what they call disregard for the law. <laughs> so where does that where does that go? I mean, that the driver is going to go 20 miles an hour over the speed limit in an 80,000 pound truck. Does that mean that he's he or she is going to you know, steal something because they want it, even though they know it's against the law or, you know, something like that. Like, I don't care if it's against the law. I want it or I'm going to do it, you know. So Did, where, where do you draw the line? Super Dave, I, I have been fighting to make this comment because we had, I thought we had a pretty good meeting the other day when we, <clears throat> we met with one of the, one of our teammates and, and, and the statement really bothered me and that's what you're bringing up right now. Is they said, I'm safe, but I push the envelope. I'm always pushing. And to me, the envelope, Dave, is disobeying the, the law. Right. You know, going faster than the sign. He, he's doing it safe probably because he's got every sense he has turned up and watching the distance and watching the speed and is on the edge of his seat. I, I'm not saying it's not done safe, but I push. I push the envelope. Why? Mm. Why? What do we what do we have to gain by that? Yep, and you know what happens? It's just like a drug overdose. You don't know it until you've broken it and then you OD it, right? Yeah. yeah. You're pushing, you you wanna get a buzz or whatever, but you're so you're pushing, pushing. Guess what? Then you cross the line and you're dead. Yeah. Soup, I don't think that people that <clears throat> let's say the guy's bombing down the hill. And he has total disregard for that law. I don't think that makes him more like likely to break other laws like murder or stealing or stuff like you said. I really feel like when people get into a motorized vehicle, it does something to their brain. You know, <laughs> I agree. Like, you know, like the road ragers. Like, yeah. Okay, you're going to road rage, but I guarantee if you saw me in the supermarket, you would act differently. Right. You know what I mean? Or... You know, the keyboards. Like, I feel like when people get into this vehicle, it's like a bubble, and it changes them. We talk about it all the time, Jim. I agree. You portray yourself in your vehicle way different than you would You're, if you were oh, standing yeah. on an elevator. Right. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, or yeah, it's not face to face. You know, you wouldn't cut in front of somebody standing in the line at King Supers, but you'll just cut them off like nobody's yeah. business <laughs> or, in traffic. Or I can't tell you like pushing a cart through the Walmart aisles and you come around a corner and somebody else is coming and like you got to stop and like you pull your cart back. Imagine that person just flipped you off there, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. But they'll do it in their cars. Like, hey man, like we were both trying to do yeah. the same thing. Calm down. I know That's Jim funny. goes off on the cart parking all the time, and we had a little <laughs> meme go back and forth. Not a, did right? you watch any of the videos, or are you too I, busy? I did, yeah. Sorry, I called it a meme, but yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. people are upset. Yeah. yeah. Cart, cart narcs is a thing. you yeah. got to watch it. Yeah. It, so is, awesome. it is kind of funny, but there could be some cart rules in a in a store that could <laughs> right. be applied to some people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The, That's funny. The, the, those cart rules or, or those kind of rules... It's the that people don't have spatial of awareness. Oh, right. that is the whole right in the middle of the aisle. Just <laughs> just stop yeah. like and then that's when I joke the other way. I'm like, do you drive like that? Because yeah. right. or you didn't and, see me or feel me or you know, feel because I something's behind me. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, or you oh, I heard this guy's cart. Where did he go? I want to look. Right. Or am I blocking the aisle? I just What color shirt was he wearing? <laughs> well, I always want what, to find what you, out what are your colors, Jim? Will it they're yellow. They realize I'm waiting for them to move out of the way. Yes. So I yes, can get it's, past. It's spatial awareness. <laughs> yeah. Condition one, white. 1,000, 2, yeah. 1,000, 3, 1,000. Hey! What, what count do you give them before you go, <clears throat> excuse me? Yeah. Right? I roll right up there. Excuse me. Yep. You just barrel right through. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Excuse your cart. You left it in the way. <laughs> they really upset when you just go move it for them, <laughs> right? Oh, uh, yeah. Take uh, some of their food. Uh, Put some extra items in cans the of soup in their car. Yeah. Condoms. Yep. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Prophylactics. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Was that your last point on I, that? I think that was out? the speeding jam. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. that was good, Jim. Absolutely. I appreciate you putting that together. Sure. I got to say, that is spot on because we have to repeat, repeat, repeat. I mean, it's the same things, you know, tire pressures, turning too sharp, overloading. I mean, and I guess these are common mistakes that we just have to keep visiting over and over. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's my exact point, Dave. We're, we're you know, we have this podcast, but how do we keep it interesting? How do we how do we not talk about the same things? And it's impossible. We mm-hmm. you know no matter what we do, go back through our history, we're going to talk about the same things. And and you know I, I just encourage you to listen and and try to pass that on. So our goal here is not to talk about this stuff or or have to deal with it, mm-hmm. I guess. But it's you know I, I mentioned in our in our safety meeting the other day or our our uh, leadership meeting. You know, when we were talking about the driver's manual, I said, I said to everybody, I said, if we're not doing this or they're not getting the point, us as leaders are not doing a good job. And I know, Jam, you're like, I, you know, I don't think we're not doing a good job. We're not, and I, we got interrupted. We never finished that that thought. And and it wasn't that we're doing a bad job, but we're just not doing a good job, Jam. We haven't we haven't reached them. And and I don't and I don't know I don't know good as in a merit badge. A good is are we making a difference? I think where JFW as a whole is super impactful to the people that work here. And I think the leadership team does a really good job being impactful and getting points across. I just feel there's always gonna be a group 
that isn't engaged. So how do we get through to those people? Yeah. How do we turn those people around? And that's that's a tricky part because we got 84 people or whatever that number was that JR threw out. <clears throat> 84, what was it? I don't have it in front of me. Anymore. Yeah, 84 people that were 90 and above. Yeah. Yeah. So the, to me, we're doing a great job because some of those people weren't always 90 and above. No, They may I, have been a 70 when before they came to JFW, right. and we've raised their bar. So Yes, and that's the, that's the killer question because when you were saying that, Jam, that I was going to say is, do those pe- are those people a weed? Or can they be educated right. and, and become part of the team and make themselves better? I always just believe, and I know you guys all believe that, is everybody can be better. Yeah. And we give people lots of chances to prove that here. You can't be better if you don't want to be better, though. Yeah. You know, if it ain't in your heart, it ain't in your heart. Just- yeah. There's. I, I just didn't want to interrupt you guys, but, I mean, this is a double-edged sword that we're talking about that we're clubbing every person over the head with. And what I mean is we're clubbing the same people over the head that are doing an amazing job right? that we're clubbing over the head saying this needs to be done better. Right. Right. We're, we're telling the guy that's worked here 10 years that's never contaminated a load, you need to clean out your trailer. You know, I feel sorry for them because they've heard it for 10 years. They can't understand. It's not that they can't understand. Of course they understand. Because they do their job. They, right? But they're like, oh, God, the brothers are talking about speeding again. Oh, God, the brothers are talking about dumping again. Oh, yeah. God, the brothers, you know what I mean? And they're like, why do I need to hear this? Click and turn it off, right? I, and, and then you have the people, on the other hand, that need to hear it right. that may not even be listening. I right? mean, that's, that's, right. that's where I'm at right now is because we don't have 100% listenership from our, our staff or our our JFW family, right? So are, are the people that need it getting the information that we're clubbing with one swipe over everyone's head? No. Yeah. No, but they don't want the information. You know what I mean? And we, we don't make the podcast mandatory, and there's no way for us to do that. But I feel like we can make a pretty good prejudgment on somebody if they've been here for six months and we ask them, do you listen to the podcast? And they say no. Why wouldn't you? Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like my question is, why wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't you listen to the company podcast? And I don't care because I, I don't mean, have time. You don't have time, right? I don't care. I mean, I joke about the well, listens I have this list and the of followers. Books from Janet White. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that book. Right? <laughs> yeah, we joke about, or I, I make a big deal. Of how many followers did we have? How many listens did we have? Right? But really, if you work here and you're not listening to the podcast, you are not engaged with the JFW culture. Right, you know, absolutely. There's, there's no way you don't have time in a week span in your truck to hit play on the Challenge 23 podcast. And, and I, yeah, I have to throw out for drivers, Jim. For drivers. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they, I mean, you'll walk through the building and you'll hear the music. I, like, I, I yeah, agree. Yeah, they listen yeah, up yeah. here, I, they listen downstairs. They listen in the shop, you know, I, so, I agree. Could be tough for the wash bay. You know, maybe they're doing other things at home or whatever. Yes. They could play it while they're washing, but you can't hear, right? I mean, there's... Yeah. Ricky yeah. DeLeon, he listens while he's working. Yeah. He's an avid listener. Yeah. So, to me, there's really not an excuse not Shout to Shout out, listen. Ricky. Shout out to Ricky DeLeon. <laughs> right? But the people that aren't listening are the ones that need to hear it. Yeah. That's so, really. I, I mean, that's... How do we... How do we... And yet, we're, we're redundantly hitting those people over the head that... Are, do, are successful. But my other point is the driver that's been here for 10 years, that's bought into a culture, that loves JFW, that's doing it the right way, when he hears you preach about the speed, and I know, Jim, I told you I was going to give you some amens, right? When he hears us preaching, I bet he's in his truck like, amen, these guys should slow down. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. 
I don't think they get disturbed by hearing it again. It, I, I hope because not, because, because that's not the point, right? That that's great, you guys. Because we've kept our culture. This is our next week. We're not like, oh, I don't care about speeding. Right it is the same thing we've cared about for day one, fifty years, whatever it, yeah. whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. yeah, this is gonna sound corny, you guys, but I was just thinking, isn't it kind of like your favorite song? When you when you get a new favorite song, don't you listen to it? And you never get tired of it. You at least do it again and again. Yeah. yeah. JFW is my favorite song. And I'll never get tired of hearing it. You know, let's let's keep talking. Bright, bright shiny the, red show. <laughs> the, the bigger part about that, Dave, I mean, you, you bring that up. And, you know, hopefully that that veteran driver, you know, is is taking that rookie and seeing a mistake. And hopefully that person can help guide the rookie, right? You know, and hopefully the rookie is open to hearing some some guidance advice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I saw you do this. Try it like this next time. It's easier mm-hmm. or better or safer or whatever, you know. And, and hopefully that creates an amicable relationship Absolutely. rather than, hey, dumbass, I can't believe I, you did Dave, that. I, you know how lucky you are you survived or, bring that you know, if the brothers see you do interview. that, you're going to be fired instantly or, you know, whatever the case you know, may be. It's the veteran that's creating that culture for the new guy. And it's usually a very short time that that new guy is now a veteran right you know maybe three four months and all of a sudden this other guy is saying how do i get this fuel cloud to work <laughs> you're right. you're work you know you're pumping yeah and yet he's still a new guy but yet the weight is on his shoulders to be that ambassador for right that other new guy yeah i tell you what we got some new guys that are uh very impressive right out the gate as far as their culture goes mm-hmm. and their standards yeah we got people that walk through the door that that are teaching some of the older dogs new tricks right that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah. and it's funny how that that person comes along once in a while is like how long have you been here three weeks <laughs> but it just seems <laughs> yeah. like forever like it's a it's a good comfortable shoe it's you refreshing put on. yeah 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 it's good absolutely Brother Dave, you got anything before we move on to um, Super Dave's High Road Hall? Uh, You've just been kind of quiet. You know, well, because the majority of this Jim Jim kind of brought up, you know, with the from the previous <laughs> right. previous not pot well podcasts and obviously safety meetings. But sure. have your radio on. You know, I gotta I gotta touch on one of those things. You know. It was either last week or the week before. We're making announcements in the morning. It's slow out. It's wintertime. You know, and Scooby did a great job, got on the radio and and was like, hey, everybody, you know, it's cold out. It's wet out. We just got to snow. You know, stay off the shoulders of the roads. Don't pull off, you know, someplace you shouldn't be. Stay on the road. The guys delivering out to the the farms and the dairies, stay in the center of, of that dirt road. Don't get off to the shoulder in case it was too safe. And, you know, by the, by the end of that day, within 12 hours of him making that announcement, we had to go pull two vehicles out. <laughs> right. So so I guess, you know, number one, have your radio on. Number two, listen. Understand what that is. You know, it's, I guess, maybe listening to the radio, I equate that to looking at those signs. You can't just ignore what you hear. You can't just ignore what you see. You have to understand what you're doing a little bit. You know, take, take that minute and, and realize... What is being said? What is being talked about? If you don't understand, call and ask. Call right, right on the radio and go, what are you talking about? I don't understand. Right. You know? So, because we would, we would much rather educate someone. And, and you know, that doesn't ostracize you. That, that makes us realize, hey, this person's not getting it. We must be doing a poor job at, at explaining it or educating them. You know, and that, that takes a village. So, 
we're all better as one, but you have to participate, you have to be in, you have to listen. So, absolutely, my two cents. It's about three. Like <laughs> it. It's good sense. It's good sense. Soup, ready to hit us with the high I, road? I home? am. <clears throat> so I get asked occasionally. Um, Dave, do you ever recycle any of these high road hollands? <laughs> and I am guilty. I've been doing them for seven years now, once a week. So I have a few of them, right? And so when I'm, you know, for uh, a lack of a thought or a lack of a topic, you know, and it does take some time to put this stuff together. Like last week's, I, I, I wrote the whole thing in, I don't know, 20 minutes and finish it up because I had this thought about the sun and the winter doldrums and stuff. Well, this week I I was pretty busy right up to go time here, but I found an excellent article that hits so home to what we talk about on the podcast uh, and not only about trucking, but about life. So this one here is Five Secrets to Success from an Army Ranger. And it starts out, Have you ever met a person that is quiet and subdued? And then you get to know them a little more, and you find out they are quite a badass. (laughs) Well, I had the opportunity to sit down with a friend of mine, Tom, recently, and I asked him about his life as an Army Ranger and what lessons he was able to take with him. As I listened to the stories, Tom was telling me some of which I knew I could never do. I couldn't help to think, man, this is one badass dude. You'd never know it when you'd meet him, But trust me, he is. As recalled the lessons he had learned, this is what he taught me. Be prepared. Tom recounted some of the training he went through, and it's no secret how hard these men and women train, especially at the elite levels of the military, both physically and mentally. Do you take the time to mentally prepare for what you are about to face each day, or do you head into battle without a plan? Set yourself up for success and prepare yourself every day. Man, does that hit home? Right. For anything you do, right? Trust. He explained how deep the level of trust went within the team, and part of their preparation, preparation was to trust each as though their lives depended on it, because it usually did in that case. Do you trust your preparation and the plans you make or do do you doubt yourself and or your team? If you have thought through your plan and take every precaution to ensure your success, you need to trust and go for it. And I say that a lot when I'm going over the creed with people. Um, together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. And that's about building trust. Being accountable is building trust for yourself yep. within that team. The next one, don't quit. We've all heard that you should not quit, but we also know it's easier said than done. Through this training, through excuse me, through his training and missions, Tom found out that he had a greater resolve than he thought ever possible. Over time, a sense of responsibility to himself and his team was installed in him which would never allow him to quit. Do you stick with your goals and see them through, or do you never finish what you started? You owe it to yourself to never give up, as Winston Churchill had said. The next one, to create a sense of responsibility. Tom knew that his team was only as strong as the weakest link. 
So he took his responsibility seriously. He went about, he wasn't about to quit, and more than that, he was going to do whatever it took to ensure the success of the team. Thankfully, many of you won't have to risk your lives, but you will be responsible for the livelihood of others, whether they are your family or coworkers or friends. Does this sense of responsibility burn inside you to the point where come hell or high water, you will do whatever it takes <clears throat> and take action. Finally, Tom shared, you just have to take action. Are you sitting on the sidelines waiting to make a decision or are you taking the necessary action you know you need to take? If you're doubting yourself, don't. If you're doing something of significance, you will have fear. The difference between those that think of doing something great and those that do something great is the action they take. And the quote this week is a quote from Winston Churchill. Difficulties mastered are opportunities won. So there's a little bit of a motivating Hyrule Holland for you. And and it rings true no matter what you're doing, when or where. Amen, Dave. (laughs) Like Jeff's uh, amen. I can't. Like amen. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That was a good one. That is a good one. You know, one of the things you kind of started into that, Dave, about the, you know, people talking and, and, you know, during those interviews and stuff. And our grandpa used to say, still rivers run deep or still waters run deep. And what what he always kind of meant by that is that quiet person, he kind of, you know, you, you were friends with that guy for all those years and you didn't know he was a badass, right? Because he didn't brag about it. Right. right. Still waters run deep. I mean, that guy mm-hmm. had all of this stuff right, that you kind of weren't aware of or didn't truly know. And yep. I, I feel like between that, you, there's e- you're either that type of person that you just don't talk about it, right? Your actions speak louder than your words when the time comes. Or what we've run into so many times, especially you doing the interviews, Dave, is that person that comes in and goes, I've hauled heavy equipment. I went down the other side <laughs> of Florida. I had 50,000 pounds on. I do it every day. And I had never, blah, 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 blah. That's usually the person that's not good. Right. Mm-hmm. Because all they do is talk about it, and they are usually not qualified. I mean, it's taken us a long time to understand that braggadocious person is usually not that good, right? right? I mean, maybe they need to hear that from themselves to get through the day, but boy, nine times out of ten, that's not our person, that's not our culture, that's not our our anything, and and it's it's kind of comical now that we've learned that because I'm like, oh, that's not our guy. I can I can like get past it because I don't even need to hear it, right? You just hear that and you're like, oh, that's not our guy <laughs> or gal, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, right? So yeah, yeah, interesting. <clears throat> but I think there's a because one of the persons we have a newer person here, Dave, and we just all talked about it and we've asked him to do some different things and he stepped up is he tells you what he's done, but there's no bragging about it. It's just right. I've done that. I've done it. I've yeah. done that. Yeah, and that's it. You know, and then and then when we we've, we've asked him to do that or help us with that, he's been a rock star. Yeah, he's actually done it. He's actually done it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's not. Yeah, and it's, it's not very like good. I, you know, I, like you said, Dave, I, I've been down the tunnels at you know 150 thousand pounds, and you know made it all the way to the bottom, and I I ran it at 62 mile an hour. You know, and then you're just like that ah, bullshit. You yeah. ever run a loader? <laughs> not that small. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So there is that, you know, that small line, and you and you appreciate that in people, Dave. You're you're just so right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
who wants to kick off the final thoughts? Um, I, I'll go because I, I seriously, Super Dave, I owe you another amen because I robbed <laughs> a high road holiday. <laughs> and and, and I, I, I want to bring up that when I, when I reviewed them, I, I came up to 2019, went back to 2015. So I went through 208, roughly, of the high road haulings, okay, unless we missed a week in one of the years. And I, I grabbed one from uh, June 28th, 2017. Super Dave. Which one is that, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but this one was from uh, uh, October of 2016. <laughs> wow, you beat me. You beat me. Well, hopefully, you know, you'd revisit this one at some time, but I, I, had, to, I had to bring it out. I'm not going to read the, the whole High Road Holland, but part of it was, and it goes along with, with yours so well, but here's a powerful question that will support you with a positive attitude adjustment when you need it most. So, and I, I just I, I just love this part because it means so much to me. Who would you be and what else would you see if you removed the thought that's bothering you? And I just thought, oh, the thought that's bothering me. If I just if I just removed it, you know? So I, I guess if you got something bothering you, sometimes you just have to not think about it so much. Or think about it in a different way, right? So it goes on to say, identify a specific thought that's been troubling you or been troubling your worried mind lately. And then visualize how your life would be different if you removed this thought, hmm. okay? That that one negative thought, kind of like you just said, Dave, the, the positivity. So how would it change your outlook on your present life situation what other possibilities and opportunities might you see? What else would you be able to accomplish with this shift in your focus? And I, and I know talking about all this, that we're talking about the same thing over and over, we are definitely trying to change our focus of how we're going over this stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to do here day after day. And, and the quote um, from Albert Einstein, Dave, on, on the bottom of your high road hauling is, and I love this, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we use to create them. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I mean, how many times yep. do we just think about the same thing over and over and over? And if we just step back yeah. or you, you have a problem, but you leave or, or the next day you look at it and go, well, that's what's wrong. Yeah, because you because yeah. you've you've you're fresher or yeah, you've changed your or, thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and so I, I guess I, I beg everyone, or I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleading, rethink. You know, when you when you're you're pushing that speed limit, you're pushing the following distance, you're pushing, you know, whatever it might be. What what if you changed your thought on that? How would your day be? Much more relaxing, m much more safer. Maybe maybe you'd save somebody's life someday if you just change your thought about mm -hmm. how you're how you're driving. Always be that that ninety eight percent guy or or person or gal driving. So yeah, that's 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 my I stole it, Dave. <laughs> Blasphemy. Good job. Good Jim. one. Good yep. job. I'll uh, I'll jump in there. Just we started the podcast. We talked about Sean Payton and some football stuff and. You know, in the years past, we've always used some football analogies and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, we, we use uh, 
things like, hey, we need to win the Super Bowl or whatever. And the, the, the hiccup on what we do is we're playing the season and the Super Bowl and everything all in one day. Every day is the Super Bowl for us. We have to win. And what we mean by that is we can't have penalties, right? Mm. And, and that penalty costs our team. It's either a foul or it's something against us or, you know, it set us back 15 yards or, you know, some people get ejected from the game, mm. right, like we had yesterday. Yep. Uh, you know, or, or it could be a penalty big enough that, you know, it causes something where the team loses, right? So, uh, you know, I don't know how many people watched the, the Bengals-Chiefs game this weekend. But right at the end of that game, uh, number 58 from the Bengals, he, he pushed Mahomes, you know, kind of had an illegal hit after Mahomes was already out of bounds, you know. And uh, I didn't see this part, but I, I was talking to Jim about my final thoughts earlier, and he brought up the point that, you know, hey, the, the coach didn't talk about that. The media immediately brought that up that said that guy lost the game. And I'm not bringing up that that guy lost the game for the team because even if there wasn't that penalty – pretty good odds that kicker for Kansas City would have made that field goal even though it was 15 yards further back. My point is it was a penalty against their team. So when we have someone go to the port and they're overweight, our team got a penalty, right? It's something that goes against our team. Whether it's for the game or for the day, that adds up and you wind up either having a winning season or a losing season. So I'm just using that analogy that we all are not only responsible for ourselves, but you're affecting your team. Mm. When when you, you know, we're talking about the driver that, you know, 62 or 64 miles an hour through the through the 35 mile an hour zone, right? That's a penalty against our team. Did we get caught? No, luckily we're proactive enough that Samsara alerted us to it or Dustin found it or whatever the case may be. And uh, it, it, it we have to be self aware we have to be self-policing you know that that was kind of one of the thing on the cart narcs right? right we have to police ourselves mm-hmm. you know it, one of the jokes the week prior to the cart narcs was a deal that said if if uh, we didn't put our carts back it shows you're part of a lawless society you couldn't live in a in a lawless society or something to that effect you're savage yeah and i i guess you know maybe maybe the football analogy puts it in a little different term of what you're costing the team by by getting these penalties, right? It could be speeding. It could be going to the port overweight. It could be, you know, rock overflowing the side of your trailer and breaking windshields coming down from the canyon, you know, because you didn't see that when you loaded or, you know, rocks left in your drip tray and it's breaking windshields in the car behind you. Those are all penalties that add up to our score at the end of the year. Do we make the playoffs? Do we make the title game? Do we make it to the Super Bowl? But yet, technically, we're playing the Super Bowl every day. Right. You know what I mean? Otherwise, those penalties add up, and and we're done. We we don't make it anywhere. We can have a winning season or a losing season, and you know, gosh, I I, I both Jim and I are so proud. But JFW as a whole, I think we've had a lot of winning seasons, mm-hmm. right? But it's not due to lack of effort on our part, right? The whole leadership team. Everyone involved here that's preaching safety, talking about safety, you know, talking about speeding, these things that, you know, if you're on the other end or the receiving side of that, you may think that's bad when in actuality it's good. Right. You're, you're working for a company or you're part of a team that is asking you to be safe. They're asking you to do <laughs> yeah. the right thing, right? We're promoting doing the right thing. You have to kind of step back and think about that. That 
oh my gosh, wait a minute. They want me to be safe. They want me to do it right. You know, so I, I guess those are my, those are kind of my closing thoughts or final thoughts that please just do it right. It's, it's not difficult. And, and, you know, let's move forward. Let's be great. Let's win that Super Bowl today and every day and the rest of the year. Great. Great thoughts. That's yeah. it, awesome, Dave. And, you know, again, trying to reach him with, you know, sports analogy or whatever we do. The, the thing is, as I'm listening to you, though, is it doesn't take that many penalties or mistakes to have a losing season. Right. And that's, that's the edge we live on is where we go out and have, we've had some great winning seasons, but we never want to have a losing season and it doesn't take a whole lot to have one. And that, you know, oh it's, boy. It's, it scares me in the yeah. big, in the big scheme of things. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of tailgate on that a little bit too, but I'm going to go back to what you mentioned, Jim, earlier in the podcast about kind of pushing the limit, you know, pushing the bar or pushing the threshold, whatever envelope, you said. Yeah. 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 Envelope, yes, yeah. thank you. There's times or situations where you're encouraged to push the envelope. Like if you're an athlete, right? Yeah. You you want to cut two seconds off of your time and you want to work out just a little bit longer, a little bit stronger, so you're, you're going to win your race or whatever you're working towards. <coughs> but driving a tractor trailer truck, you can't do that. It's not about pushing. You have to be careful. You have to be safe. I mean, any little thing can be can turn into a huge thing, like mm-hmm. just dropping a rock off the top of your trailer, you know. Yeah. Um, so you have to be aware of your situation. Again, back to situational awareness. And I have always said when I was training people and things like this, there's times when you can go fast and there's times you absolutely can't. Yeah. And so many times people are trying to go fast or trying to make up time or trying to get that extra load in areas where they shouldn't be, like in that 35-mile-an-hour zone, and you just can't do that. Right. So. Good thoughts, Dave. Yeah, I love love listening to you guys, Dave, because it just, it just makes me think of the different things. You know, as we're going, because you know how you you know how you push the envelope, Dave. You do your pre-trip and post-trip every day. You know, you don't skip one. That's pushing the envelope. That's being different. You know, checking it out. Like when you said there, you know, there's times to go fast and not go fast. Well, maybe you maybe you jump out, and I don't want anybody not three-point stance, but you brush off your tailgate fast. You make a game out of it. You run around with the hammer, hit your tire, see how fast you can do it, and you jump back in the truck. But nothing's unsafe there. Right. You know, you're just being more efficient. You know, let's say you you pack your lunch. That's being that's pushing it's the envelope. <laughs> that's being fast. That's that's pushing the envelope. You know, of 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 I'm going to do this different. You know, instead of the envelope of unsafe. Yep. Yeah. Good yeah. Story. So. My final thoughts is, as you guys heard, we did let somebody go yesterday for a mobile phone usage, right? Being unsafe, being distracted. What I found interesting about it is the driver, he wanted to sit down, you know, and wanted to talk more about it, you know. So he came in, we talked, and his comment that really caught me off guard was, I can't lose my job today. You know, if I lose my job, Everything that I went through, everything that me and my wife been through, I'm getting ready to buy a house I won't be able to buy. Like, I I can't lose my job today. And he kind of put the pressure back on us, you know, or 
kind of made us responsible for his actions. Well, if you couldn't lose a job today, then why did you pick up your phone again yesterday? You know, this is a guy that we met with, we showed video to. He was on a, a last chance agreement for, for being distracted in mobile phone use, right? What made him pick up that phone without thinking about the ending in mind? What made him pick up that phone and, and, and continue to hold it instead of saying, you know what, I can't lose my job today, I'm not going to use my phone, right? But then when it came to the point of losing his job, now all of a sudden we're doing this to him, you know, like it's our fault. Like I can't, you know, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose a lot if I lose my job today. Well, you should have thought about that before, right? you know, own your shit. Be responsible for the things that are in your world. Just do your job. So yeah, again, Jim, there's no, you know another thought, and I wanted to make sure, and I knew you were leading that way of of saying that this this person had a last chance agreement, yeah. had been brought in yeah. in the past, been shown all this, all those kind of things, because I think it's admirable to fight for your job. Absolutely, I think everybody deserves to fight for the job. We've had people come in and go that we've went to let go. And they fought for their job, and we're like, you, you, "You're, we're going to fight for you. Also, we're wrong. We're not going to let you go." It's changed our minds. Yeah, this you know? guy actually did that once before. Yes, yes, it's <laughs> you know? all. It, it, yeah, <laughs> and and I just, I, I, you know, I'm just reiterating what you said. Is yeah. been through all that, but you still still did it. Still did it. What can I do to change your mind? Well, you, you've already had that chance. Yeah, not pick up the phone the last three times we've talked to you about it. Exactly. And, and it just, wow, that's just, you know, basic. He, he never puts the card away. No. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If I, if I would. Uh, <laughs> that's not where that cart goes, lazy bones. <laughs> yeah, just that, that cart doesn't get put away. Yep. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, we've got oh the creed, the man. Creed. I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> yeah, because because our creed's better than Purdue's. I'm just I'm just our creed's pretty badass. <laughs> it's hard if you look at that creed. It's hard to to beat it. Yeah, honestly. it is. Yeah, like, yeah it really it is. is. Yeah, you yeah. could use it for your personal life. I do for mine. Yep. yep. Put that card away. Yep. Yeah. All right. Together, we, together we, we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together, we are accident free. Together, we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together, we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together, we are the JFW family. Good job. Good job. Yeah, be safe, everybody. <laughs>